Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, man. You can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the Colin Show, where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Back from the dead. Sorry about last week. I think it'll all be good this week. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to put it, we got a big backlog of like email questions, video questions. Yeah. So we'll have to hustle it up tonight. Not that we ever don't have to hustle it up. But, but you for know. real, we really do. Two yeah. minutes. So and plus, this is the last show before Fourth of July and Blonde gets married next week. And, you know, there's a lot going on. So um, if you are new to the show, there is a, a link uh, to the Discord server in which we host the show. Click that, hop in the server, put your name in the roll call. That's how we know who got here first. We go on a first-come, first-served basis. Patrons get priority. If you're a patron of myself or of Blonde or of the podcast, you should be marked in that pretty orange font. If you're not, send us a message on Patreon. I will get that taken care of for you. We'll try to keep calls to two minutes tonight. We really got to scoot them along if we can. Uh, so please be respectful of your fellow callers and, and get to the point God damn it. Uh, what else? What else? Um, we'll take super chats in between callers. If you'd like to contribute to the show, but you can't do it live, we do take email questions as we will take several tonight. That's uh, beauty and the beta at gmail.com. Try to keep your commentary as condensed as possible. We've been getting a little, a few blocks of text lately, a few high quality novels suitable for a high school English class, perhaps, but <laughs> Uh, less than <laughs> less than ideal for for our purposes now we we like our people who are writing us just try to be as brief as possible um and uh, or if you prefer you can record a brief message pop that up on uh, youtube and we will play the audio and respond to it on the show try to keep that to a minute or less if you do we got a couple of those as well i think those are all the rules and we're good to go did i forget anything no nope okay let's talk to uh let's talk to frank frank's up first what's going on Ah, hello, Matt. How Hi. are you guys doing? Good. Doing all right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy as can be. Good. So, first off, I just wanted to, to ask you what you think of David Duke, because I've been listening to, to, um, to uh, JF's show, and he seems like a non-hating guy, from what I, I can tell. I disavow in full. I can't believe you would even reference him. I, <laughs> I distance. I, did, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I've... Uh, where have I heard him? I did actually listen to him in a Senate debate uh, when he ran for Senate. Was it in 2016? Was that? He ran for Senate in Louisiana. Yeah, and, he, um, he constantly says he got like two-thirds of the white vote in Louisiana. Did he get that much? Wow. Uh, he uh, said in, the, in his state. I don't know if it's uh, actually Louisiana that is the state. But is, he, is he my candidate? Nah, I mean, I, I wouldn't vote for him. Um, I mean, I, but but I, that's all I've listened to him was that one was that one debate. Like most of these people, you listen to what they have to say, and they are far less foreboding IRL than the left makes them out to be, and that's probably why they're powerful. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But we're I, gonna get. I we're gonna get but I didn't. I didn't listen to him. Today. We're gonna get a right wing watch piece now. Go for it, Jared. Hold on, okay. 
We know where you live oh. now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no doxing, blood. No eh. doxing. Skag and not I have different all... opinions on that. <laughs> Any final thoughts before what, we? What, yeah, what's your what's your take on Mr. Duke? No, he seems like a, like a, I don't know. The, he's uh, he's kind of heavy on the JQ red pills, but. Uh... I don't sense any any hate or anything. Yeah? It's so. not palatable to your average person. I'll say that. Well, that's for sure. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'll, that debate was so weird, though, because what, what no, I'm gonna, this this debate, this Louisiana Senate debate, oh, okay. because there were so many weirdos and just weird characters in it. That again, I'm not endorsing David Duke's views, but the the debate was so strange that it was like he didn't come out looking like the worst one in the debate. <laughs> Ruh-ro. It was it was a bizarre showing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that 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 should be a a, a low bar to to climb. I don't know. I don't know if Louisiana Senate is uh you know if that's a prestigious office and and uh, to, uh, a prestigious office to seek a very difficult or not. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, like in in the debate, if the other guy lost, because he he has all the advantage of the of the media uh, making propaganda against ah. Mr. Duke, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know so, if they bother because he's so. I mean, he's so fringe in terms of the numbers that it's like you're really gonna run a a hit ad on on David Duke, you know? I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I I don't know because he seems to get like pulled uh, pulled into every like uh, like. Um, like uh, presidential presidential elections, yeah. Every every year, they like pull pull him out and show a picture of him in his KKK suit. His reputation yeah, yeah. precedes him. I mean, they yeah. I, I forgot time. how big of a deal when they were like forcing Trump to disavow him or whatever that was. Last yeah, that's time right. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, we got to keep it moving along. Thanks for calling, Dave. Okay, guys. See Thanks. you around. Light is up next. We should do that. We should do five lashes and a David Duke disavow at the start of every show. <laughs> it's not going to stop the hit pieces. Yeah. I disavow. I just, dis- no, I just, dis- I disavow. I disavow. You can do that and I'll laugh at you. Yeah. Light, you're good to go. Yeah. Good evening, guys. Hi. What's on your mind? Uh, I've got four things for you. Uh-oh, Actually, you better hurry. I, I made a list, so I'm good. That's 30 second a thing. Go, go, go. I know. So the first thing is that I regret to inform you I can no longer send you super chats due to the fact that fucking Google steals 30%. So you're only going to get super chats or extra money from me via PayPal where you don't have to pay any fees. Sure. So, I, I totally get I it, man. It's, um, you know, our, my policy is I just try to make everything as convenient for everybody. Oh, I and, know. Uh, I, I know. Yeah. I, I just, I, I really enjoy the show and I really like what you guys do. And I like showing my public support for it. But oh, aside from Patreon, I think it's fucking retarded for me to give Google any more goddamn money. Yeah. I mean, they got to get their cut, but I agree. It's a little heavy handed. It's a little, it's a little much. 30%. Yeah. So. All right. Number two. Num- number two is you always, you and I have the same abhorrence of the obese. So <laughs> I, anyone who. I, I know I'm going to get you in trouble for this, but anyone who's having issues with things like food and extra weight should seriously try the whole 30 diet. Hmm. What's it's, that? It, it is basically eliminates all of the trash from your diet, specifically sugar, nuts, like legumes. Um, nuts are trash now. Uh, well, there's, they have your body breaks it down at a point where it can actually aggravate certain things. So, okay. I don't know. Nut- I eat a lot of nuts. I don't, nobody take that sound. Tell bite. us more. 
No, but uh, and I eat a lot of legumes too. I, it just yeah. it nourishes my body because I don't well, eat a lot of meat. So I, I meant legumes and not nuts. Nuts are gotcha. usually generally so fine. like that would be peanuts, right? Yeah, peanuts okay. are pretty awful for you, especially if you're somebody hmm. who's consistently sore. But peanuts I are stopped good, eating. Though. I used to eat peanut butter like every single day, yeah, and I'm not eating it for four days. I had the tendonitis I've had for the last four years went away. Hmm. I don't know. Are you eating a natural peanut? Diet. Natural peanut butter or uh, the oily stuff? Or I mean, uh, the hydrogenated oils or not? Like Skippy or Adams? Uh, I I like the natural stuff, but oh, I don't eat any of it anymore. Give me but all I, the hydrogenated oils and I, all I, the I, sugar. Yeah. But in all honesty, it, it, it's actually life changing. Um, hmm. For I mean, I'm not obese, but any stretch of the imagination, never have been. But uh, little things like this is the first year that I've ever not had seasonal allergies, and this was like the worst year hmm. ever yeah. in Indiana for seasonal allergies. And I'll trade right. that any day of the week. If you got Better more sleep, stuff, yeah. we got to keep you keep you moving. Number three. Yep, number three. So my wife hears me talk about your show a lot, which is kind of funny because we'll sit hmm. there and eat dinner, and she'll actually say, "So how's Beauty in the Beta?" And I just kind of laugh at it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so and I always talk about some of the things you're talking about. So that conversation has actually got her a little bit interested in the history of the United States and why I'm as crazy as I am and why hmm. I think this world is so fucked up. So she's actually asked me to educate her. So now we're cool. right now doing some of the Federalist Papers and going through um, the beginnings of the founding of the United States. Yeah, yeah. So it's Good. been kind of cool. So thanks for that. Don't let those red pills. Well, that sounds more like you than me because, I mean, we don't talk about founding stuff too much on this show outside of sporadic constitutional talk. But. Yeah, well, yeah. You, but you guys aren't psychotic about things and you keep your show fun. So every once in a while I'll play her mm. like a 15 or 20 minute segment of something that's in the news that she doesn't want to hear anything about. And she'll yeah. hear your take on it and she'll think it's funny and interesting. We try than, to keep it kind of light. Yeah, and you do a good job. That's why. Like uh, number show. four. Thank you for all the compliments. Uh, we'll take and, all the compliments. And then you're going to kick me out for this one. But man buns, beers, gay. Get out of here. Thank you. All right. Man, thanks. <laughs> thanks, dude. Thanks. Have a happy fourth. Get out of here. Slang in my audio box. Is my audio coming in okay? Yeah. All right. Your audio box? Your USB interface? I don't know, man. <laughs> That's, that, that red thing? It's an audio box. Sure. <laughs> SDSC drugs money diabetes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude. SC, you there? Uh oh. Looks like we might have the the old mobile issue. There you there? Oh, there we go. Hey. What's on your mind? Nothing. I would like no. You want to talk about? I was trying to get a hold of you about two weeks ago. Woof. When I about was in. When my dad was in the hospital? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, I was going to ask you about Jamie Foxx. What about him? Well, you know, he was in the news two weeks ago for allegedly slapping a woman with his dick. <laughs> Let me Google no way. this. <laughs> yes. Are you Googling Jamie Foxx slaps woman with dick? Uh, I'm going to oh. Google instead Jamie Foxx mushroom stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Fox mushroom stamped woman. Yeah, this is June 13th, 2018. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was trying to get to you when I was in the yeah. hospital. But I mean, y'all never looked at it. Oh, Wait, is six, this an old 16 thing? years ago is the accusation. That doesn't count. I know, but I know. And it I happened know. in Vegas. Double doesn't count. Yeah, that mushroom uh, stamp can almost buy cigarettes. <laughs> well, I know Blonde would just love to hear the title of it. That is so weird. So some chick is like, Jamie Foxx hit me in the face with his penis. Me, me too. Is that? Oh, uh, you want me to read the allegation? Yeah, I will. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little risque. Here's the allegation real quick. 
Real quick, uh, the the alleged assault happened in Las Vegas back in 2002. According to law enforcement, the accuser told cops last week she and a friend were attending a party at Jamie's place when he tried to get her to perform oral sex. She claims uh, when she refused, Jamie stuck it, uh, or, no, struck her in the face with his penis. That's the accusation. <laughs> struck her. She was struck. Oh, man. And that that yeah. is an alpha male. Uh, if true, two alpha, bro. You gotta, you gotta. That's that's. Well, that's I mean, how close? Was that's her sexual assault. To, I mean, it's not like he jumped up on a chair and did it. Like she was down there. Uh, well, it sounds like there was some degree of negotiation while she was down. There. Yeah, you don't start negotiating. Yeah. Something like that, unless like you kiss somebody at least, right? Well, here's my thoughts on it. Even if it's false, I. I, I actually have some respect for that man now. This makes you respect him more? Yes. I mean, he denies it flat out. I know He's he does. But... inexplicably banging Katie Holmes. <laughs> what? So that's the thing now? Yeah, they're, they've been dating for like two years. Huh. We gotta give you the food, but I'm glad that we Tom bring Cruise. the hard-hitting Wait, news to our I was gonna people. actually talk about the thing I wanted to talk about. Alright, I'll give you, a, you got 15 seconds. Go for it. Well, you know, the Army has now developed a new non-lethal weapon that fires pepper. Huh. What? So they listened to that Colorado congressman guy, that guy running for <laughs> Congress. Ah. Uh, here we go. The, the maze guy? Yeah. Idiot. I'll send you the link if you want it, Matt. Sure, I'll take a look. I think I can copy. I don't know. All right, we'll have to let you go for now, but, uh, but have a happy uh, 4th of July. Thanks for yeah. calling in. See you later. Constantine's up next. Hey, Constantine. Hello. Hi. What's on your mind? I, I heard the dumbest story ever yesterday morning. Well, correction, I saw it on Twitter. Um, and apparently, according to quote-unquote UN experts, the United States of America, you know, our glorious country, best country in the world, is considered the 10th most dangerous country for women to live in. I did see this report, or at least the that headline. That seems insane. Did they say why? I heard they cited, like, Me Too and Time's Up. Um, there were five criteria. I made a video on this, but that was yesterday, so I forgot. But it was basically mm. uh, access to health care, which we all need, know means abortion in that case. Um, some but isn't the U.S. more? I mean, aren't we more accessible for abortion than other countries? That out. You know, all these progressive utopias they love to talk about, we actually have looser abortion laws in some states. I mean, yeah, yeah. We have very little federal, you know, documentation on it. But yeah, I mean, like, I think like in Sweden, it's like 15 weeks they cut it off. But yeah, the most feminist I, country, even they're like, all right, yeah, let's, yeah. Be, let's be, let's be you reasonable. You can get here. a late term abortion in this country, it, probably in the third trimester, if you prove um, like a hard case. And mm. in, I bet you could convince a doctor based on depression. I, I heard in Colorado, you can do it, no questions asked. But the funny observation I had. You have all these people, you know, risking their lives, jumping the border, getting thrown in cages so, just so they could be in this country, especially the women and children, but we're yeah, so dangerous for women. So dangerous. And it's just like, hmm, you know, really gets This leftist those, uh, narrative is falling apart. Whatever. They keep lying, people. I don't care. What were the other criteria besides my abortions? I don't have the article on me, but uh, uh, yeah, it was healthcare, economic opportunity, um, the prevalence of sexual assault and harassment, and uh, this one was a and really harassment. Yeah, and just let's just lump those together. How Cat about calls murder? And rape. Is murder one of them? <laughs> Basically, um, non-sexual violence. You know, which you know, guess what? Men are the vast more majority victims of. Let's just ignore that. But you know, whatever. Hmm. Whatever. That's insane. We got to give you the boot, though. I'm terrible at keeping time. 
out of here, dog. I'll eject myself. Thank you, man. <laughs> He's already out of here. My dog's outside barking. Can you can you run through a couple of super chats while I get him under control? I guess so. All right, thank you. Sorry about that. All right. We have Jim Mulligan. Question, if you're effing a white male and there's no one around to hear you, is it Skag? Answer, always. That's true. We all know it's true. I'm glad Skag wasn't here to look at that, but we can all talk in the live chat about how we super gay. Hi, buddy. Uh, big donation from Steel and Souls 15. I shower you with shekels in exchange for a question. What do you guys think about Ben Shapiro being nominated? I, I'm going to have to come back to this one when Skag um, gets here because it's a question. So thank you, Steel, and we will talk about that in a second. Andrew Beatty says, congrats, Blonde. Just heard about your engagement. Thank you so much. The wedding is next week. I can't believe it. Um, Big LC says, Matt. Let's wait until he sits back down on this one. Um, this is from Big LC. Matt, regarding my super chat on Sunday, you said you didn't hear about Occupy Wall Street's guide to murdering ICE agents, but I sent you an email about it to which you responded. Um, I, don't, I mean, I get a lot of emails. I guess I... <laughs> I guess I misplaced or forgot. Um, so we had a big donation from Steel and Souls with a question. Uh, what do you guys think about Ben Shapiro being nominated for the, we were just talking about, the, for the Supreme Court? I know Blonde has her reservations like Elizabeth Warren has hers, but Ann Coulter said she'd be down for it. Wait, Ann Coulter said she'd be down for Ben Shapiro or that she'd be down for it? I, based on that, it sounded like Shapiro on the court. But, okay, here's my thing. Do I Do I oppose Shapiro as a justice? No, I think he'd probably do a great job, to be honest. But, but, you spent a lot of time being on the Never guy. Trump team. No. You spent a lot of time not voting. And the, the, the reality is, this is the number one reason to have voted for Trump, is the court. Yeah, and so, I still haven't heard him be like, uh, I was wrong with this Never Trump shit. That'd be a good start. Yeah, yeah if I heard that, I'd be like, all right, cool. I mean, that, that doesn't, that me. doesn't impact more. his, it doesn't, it's a purely political hesitation on my part. It doesn't impact whether he'd be a good justice or not. So maybe it's an irrelevant consideration. I'm just annoyed that it's like, and he was at, he was advocating for this on Twitter. And I know he was kind of tongue in cheek joking. It was, he was kind of having a fun time on Twitter. Everybody does. But the, but the point is like, if everybody followed what you did, Hillary would be president. You would never be under consideration in the first place. Yeah. And there'd be a lot of like crazy left-wing judges being, being put in place. Yeah, and I don't need any more Supreme Court moralists. They're always yapping. No, yeah, I, I would like. To, I mean, I would like to read a Shapiro opinion from the bench. That'd be but interesting. But he's thorough. But he's you know. I have good no on reason to believe he. And he's pro life, so. I have no reason to believe he'd do a poor job. I'm just annoyed on the political considerations. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Curtis Miller uh, was on Anthony Bryan Logan just before this, and someone called in about having Trump put up a black female conservative as nominee for SCOTUS to pop all libs head, heads off. Um, yeah, they won't know what to do. That'd be interesting. That's true, although I don't think that I can endorse a diversity case in this instance after talking about how diversity is garbage in every other instance just to piss off. But it's this. even to make them, it's to own the libs, though. Yeah, <laughs> this is really important. Like, yeah, really I, I agree. I don't want I don't want race or gender to be a consideration. Uh, I don't know what's going on back there with musket. I, I don't want you're right. Like, this is very important. I don't want a diversity quota, even if it's for funny purposes to be part of the consideration. I want yeah. the best judge available. Um, Somebody pro-life. Uh, oh, one GMG droid GM droid. Um, there once was a beauty named blonde who of guns had become quite fond. She said with a smirk, I want to shoot me a jerk. Hey, Matt. Would you post my bond? Would you? <laughs> no. 
No, God. <laughs> first off, uh, first off, we're going to need some more super chats to fund your bond. It's going to be quite, it's going to be very large. I know. And I didn't yeah. say that I wanted to shoot them. I said that if they showed up to my house and, you know, it, it happened, you know, that, that just seems like the natural course of events. Gotcha. Adolf Hogg said, rest in peace, Vinnie Paul, Pantera, Pantera. But the oh, A was capitalized. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that um, I, I actually had, I, I had not heard of that either, but uh, but uh, unfortunate. Uh, Adolf Hogg also said, also had said, Ben Shapiro only wears that Yamaha, but he meant Yamaha. Yeah, yeah. To cover his bald spot. That Yarmulk. But he spelled it as Yamaha, which I assume is an <laughs> Yeah, sure, probably. I'm not stupid. I'm not that stupid. Um, <laughs> all right, we're good. All right, cool. Let's talk to um, Yoda's up next. Right on, bro. Why does he do this? Why do dogs do this? Oh, I don't know. He's like a cat. He scratches the carpet for 10 minutes before he's he digging. Down. I guess. I don't know. Hey, Yoda. Hello? You there? By the way, um, Ben, I've met Ben Shapiro. He says he's 5'9 on Twitter. He's like 5'6. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wouldn't That's you right. lie to yeah, um, just so you know. Anyway, I wanted, I was going to talk about something else, but I wanted to touch on uh, what your first caller, uh, what your first caller discussed earlier about David Duke. Sure. I'm not sure anybody, uh, I was flabbergasted by that because I'm not sure anybody remembers the 80s and 90s. Sure don't. <laughs> I was barely alive, but I was alive for a little bit. He's um He's basically a felon. He basically... Uh, uh, finance campaign finance fraud when he was run, running for Senate. Huh. How much fraud? Like numerically? Can you quantify the amount of fraud? That's relevant. Well, A, fraud is fraud. But I mean... No, I mean, I'm, I'm like Dinesh D'Souza's fraud was so minuscule that I'm inclined not to really give a shit. If somebody commits like $1,000 worth of fraud, I'm like, whatever. But if, you know, they've committed Clinton Foundation levels of fraud, then I... Then I care. Well, Dinesh was more than a grand, but it was it was political. It was nature. like five. I think wasn't it? Like it was 5, moving money around to give more to politicians than five legally. grand. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, what's what's the nature of the fraud with with Duke? What he did was he um uh, many of his supporters to giving um him basic uh, expenses in in finance scheme when he was when he was uh, just fine finances hmm. so he was just we, financing personal expenses how did we end up with these like campaign finance technical arguments on duke yeah. <laughs> like oh i you know i i listened to what he had to say but uh his campaign finance ethics i'm i'm very concerned about well i didn't know this but, i mean yeah. i've just never but, been but, asked but, about but, him before yeah but regardless of that he um he also he's a holocaust denier which is you know anybody who's had a grandfather who served in World War II, like I have, um, use like crazy um, white separatism. I've literally yeah. listened to like I don't know twenty minutes tops of him talking ever. I haven't read any of his literature, and I don't remember the eighties and most of the nineties. Yeah, I listened to one debate, I, so all I know is what people say about him. You yeah. Know? Yeah, he's just, he's just not a good guy. So, I mean, I don't think that, you know, I think that, you know, anybody 
you know, anybody who believes what he believes is just should be should be disavowed and dismissed. I don't, you know, I think that they they overdid it with Trump. He him like I don't know seventy million times, but sure. And I mean that's that's part of the issue these days where it's like for again, I I don't. I, I don't really like to disavow or whatever unless I've done the time to actually look into a person. So they've overplayed their hand. And it's so totally, now, it's totally, it could totally be the case that David Duke is deserving of all of that times ten. For all I know, I haven't looked into it. And based on what people say, there's, I'm sure there's a good case. Problem is, I just, I can't rely on anybody's description of somebody. Ever I have to do my own looking, investigative Yeah, I have research to look at it myself because they just slander people indiscriminately, and so I have no idea if the case against him is legitimate or not. Uh, so you know, I'm not going to jump on this disavow train before I know anything about him. I, I know nothing about him. So yeah, I mean, based on what I saw in the debate, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to vote for that guy. Yeah, I mean, so, that was... just to answer everybody's question in the room, I'm not Jewish. <laughs> don't look at the live chat never look at saying, the live chat yeah don't be like me <laughs> always reading fact, the live chat. I, a dna test and i'm furthest from jewish my mom is mormon and my dad is episcopalian mm. that so, shows up on a dna uh, test Jew, jewish shows up on a dna test yeah the ethnic yeah ethnically jewish we got to yeah. give you the boot mr mormon okay well congratulations congratulations blonde on your wedding thank and you, i wish you, you hope you're back soon thanks Thank you, man. Head out towards the end there. Have a good night. Zergle hops. Man, how did we get into like wall to wall David Duke talk? You never I know, know can what we you're talk about get. how the left is self destructing. Come on. <laughs> I know somebody wants to talk about that. Can we talk about how there's going to be like a straight up communist in Congress now? Uh, yeah, or how that maybe. That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> What's on your mind, man? Oh, nothing much. Um, uh, I guess there's good news that uh, Justice Kennedy is stepping down. That leaves a yeah, I was surprised. New hole in the Supreme Real Court. Real surprise. Skag and I had a difference in agreement. I think that maybe that he has to be really sick, really sick. But Skag's like oh, maybe yeah. he's just maybe he's just tired. I'm like I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he would really stick <laughs> it was, out. Was there ever any news about his health? I don't recall seeing any. I just feel like at this point. You would, you, it would have to be something really dire going on for him hmm. to be retiring right now. I mean, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, like she's going to not die just to prevent another. Yeah, I, I, have a, I know for gone. sure she's going to stay on the court just to try to outlive Trump's term. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, she's so old. She looks terrible. And has pancreatic cancer. No way. Wow. Yeah, oh, I should stop cackling. That's evil. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> what, what are your thoughts justices. on Kennedy? Uh, well, you know, I, I, I didn't really know much about Kennedy and till today actually hmm. uh some of the guys in the in the chat room let me know what was going on with that but uh i don't know it just it seems like it's gonna be a good opportunity to get another uh you know yeah more constitutionalist uh yeah i i'm uh, really annoyed i mean reading i've been annoyed by kennedy's opinions in the past because i find them to be more about you know calculation based on the political outcome as opposed to solid constitutional right which is exactly principles. what happened with the cake but decision the, the cake the cake decision was garbage even though i agree with the outcome it was very poorly written it was right. one of the dumber decisions i've read in a long time yeah right. yeah Absolutely. they didn't address the root issue and, and that's you know, what he does it's like well how can i like get the political outcome i want without doing any real damage and making everybody happy yeah, that's like that's not shifting. that's not your job dude right. it's not your job exactly um, yeah, and I, you know, I think, uh, I think there's just going to be the sort of the same cycle, um, that's going to continue again. Same thing we saw with, with, with Gorsuch, essentially, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think the news is going to, it doesn't matter who he picks, uh, everyone's going to go crazy and be like, oh, he's 
picking a Nazi to put in the right. uh, Supreme Court to, you know, cage more children. That's why, that's why it would be kind of fun. I'm How going back to it. You? He picked a black lady Nazi. That's what he has to pick a black lady Nazi for court for the That would court. be great. Uh, you know, I, and I think he's perfectly capable of finding someone just who be. would, uh, you know, just really piss off everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, congratulations, Blonde, on getting married. That's super Thank awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Very uh, much. My mom is really happy for you. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, but not you. Um, <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm, Me, I'm a guy, I so I'm like, wonderful. yeah, whatever. Cool. It's because my relief translates. My relief is palpable to the audience. They're, huh. they're like, okay, she's 30 and she's going to get married. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> it's gonna be ah, fine. Another one saved. Salvation <laughs> from Blonde's <laughs> disease. Yeah, I know. It, yeah. it was so close to becoming terminal blonde. Yeah. I know. Oh, really A real close you. shave. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for it. Yeah. We got to give you the last, boot, though. Last thing since then. Oh, sorry. Give me the boot. But it's okay. Uh, well, I guess, Matt, this is a good time for you to. Uh, to add a new gender to the to the list of the infinite amount of genders, and that would be monogendered. Wow! <laughs> you've got the whole mono thing going oh, on. Oh, that, that was over. a lot. I was like, they didn't seriously do that. Did they? No, I'm no, over. I'm over it now, though. No, I you're think. not. That, that I mean, mono is going to be coursing be through your veins. That's true. You once you be. once once you once you have it, you have it. And ninety, as I said, ninety five percent of adults have mono antibodies. Huh. So most people have been exposed. It's just most people. 95% of the people in the United States are monogendered. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah they just don't know it. All right. Thing. Thanks, man. But thank you. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Um, Raggle Fraggle. He is muted. We'll give him a second. UM. 536. Regal, are you good to go? Yep. Yeah. What's up, guys? Uh, nothing much. What's on your mind? Uh, well, first off, I disavow David Duke. He is a stain upon the Louisiana. That's right. You're from Louisiana, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, give us some. Um, give us your the reason for your disavow. Why I need to disavow? Oh, just for past statements made. Like I said, he dis- he denied the Holocaust. He he is clearly a so racist. So does he? And- so does he outright like he he says it does it didn't happen? That's his position, or is it like a or it's it overstated a thing, or what? What's his uh, if I remember right, I think he questioned the uh, the validity of it. So huh. he's the validity know, he of what of uh, the uh, mass graves found and all these other things. Uh, huh. Basically, saying they disappeared into the woods. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still have yeah. to hear it from his from his mouth before I make a determination about any of this. Yeah, I'm just well, not. Did something happen today that that made him relevant? Like, why are we getting all these questions about it? It's because um, it's because the first caller called in and said, "Hey, I was listening to some Dif- David Duke. What are your thoughts?" But I think he he must have just done a relevant stream. Let me know in the live chat. Oh, it's yeah. Wasn't he on a stream tonight or like recently? Was he uh, on with um? No JF. idea. JF. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that must be it. So that might that might be why. Oh yeah, people in the live chat are saying he's on JF. Oh, he's presently on JF, like right now. Oh, right okay. now. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I'm like, so this I could just tune in. I could do thing. like a sub stream and put a little window there. We could listen to him <laughs> and disavow as he talks. <laughs> <sighs> well, uh, there's too much to talk about. So much winning going on. I'll just let it fly. Hopefully, I can get a sure. non-patron caller. Uh, okay, gun One of the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Gun of the week. Go for him. All right. It today is the Lamat revolver. It even has your name in it. Is it L E M A T T E? One T. No, one T. There we go. 
okay. look so weird. Well, oh, it's from New Orleans too, to designed it. in New Orleans. Yeah. Is, so is it like an over under barrel and that second one's really short? Uh, oh, we lost hang it. Hang on, let me get to it. It was for soldiers, especially. Oh, hello. Oh, there we go. There we go. You were cutting out hey. a bit, but I think you're all right. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me. Okay, so it was favored by the Confederate, Confederate cavalry because it was an eight-shot revolver. Yeah. And in the middle, if you look at the, the tube underneath the barrel, it's yeah. actually a, a barrel for a shotgun shell or yeah, a shot shell. It says 20-gauge ah. here on Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Weird. Yeah, cap and ball, pretty old school. <laughs> I'm considering getting one, except they're like a 1000 bucks for repros, so I don't know. Oh, that's not that expensive, though, for something that Seems cool. Like I could afford that. I needed a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I need a revolver with a, you know, that can shoot buckshot <laughs> too. Buck <laughs> Actually, I don't have. Yeah, but you I do. It, I do it, legit it. want a revolver. I don't have a revolver, so. Well, go to Cabela's. They have uh, the Pieter, um, the Colt reproductions for like the Colt Navy. They're like a hundred mm -hmm. bucks. I'm gonna get Are the, one that of those cheap. First. Wow. Hell yeah. We don't have a Captain Cabela's Ball, around 44. here, but I'm sure I could find something. 44 caliber, man. They're so much fun. Hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's see. UM536. <laughs> What's on your mind, sir? Hey, I just wanted to jump off of your video from today. Sure. The Maxine Waters video? Yes. Yes. Well, okay. I am sick and tired of weekend revolutionaries. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. People, the, the left that, okay, either Trump is setting up concentration camps on the border and therefore you should be in active armed revolt. Sure. Or it's all BS and you all need to sit down and shut up. Yeah, which it seems like it's obviously the latter. Like it is all hyperbole for the sake of the the weekend, uh, the weekend yes, activism, like you're talking about. But in Maxine Waters' defense, she's she has diseases. She's insane. Yes, and she's been doing this since the LA riots. So That's you know, true. she does have a track record of inciting violence. Oh well, that's not just on the weekends. <laughs> she's made a career of it. Yeah, she has. Crazy I was looking and she's been in like the California assembly between the, the California state legislature and the U S Congress. She has been a legislator of some sort since like 76 or something. Jesus. It's just too long. How old is she? 79. Has everybody seen sticks um, episode about who they're going to put up in? No, I wanted to watch that today, but I mean, he's still the fact that he even suggested that they would consider putting Maxine up. I was like, that didn't even occur to me because she's just so unelectable. Yeah, there's no way. There's like, no way. She, she's too she, old. She's too extreme. I don't think she could win any states outside of like California, New York, maybe uh, California. Let's put it there. Can she I win mean, anything outside of that? Weren't we looking at, at the bookie, the top 20 um, people that, that I did. Yeah, I was. So we were looking at this on, on a hangout and it, it, not a single person on it was. Yeah, electable. it was it was the Vegas odds for most likely Democratic nominee. I don't know who the and fuck they're going to put. I'm they were all pretty. There was no star power. Anyway, I'm, I'm stealing all the UM's time. So yeah, we're like two minutes. Yeah, but we're gonna talk I just want to jump off. Sure. I mean, do you have any more thoughts about uh, about uh, either the weekend activism or, or Maxine specifically? No, let's get to more callers. All right. Well, thank you, man. Have a happy fourth. Bye. Thanks, you too. Mustache Asian. Hey, Mustache Asian. 
Mustache Asian is muted though. So let's try Evil Zombie Toe, the guy with the cool voice, the South African guy, as I recall. That's oh. Evil oh, there you go. You're you're set. If you're ready. Hey. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I think all the all the things that needs to be said about the immigration situation has already been said. So I don't want to myself it. I just want to say that, like, uh, even in the place I work, like, um, people still have some common sense. They still understand that the policy is nothing really unreasonable for hmm. to begin with. But it's just uh, we were just watching Fox like local station is repeating like the same storyline over and over again. So like, it's so crushing. To sit there and keep listening to them keep repeating the same thing. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So but then like when I when I talk to some of them, they're like. Yeah, there's nothing unreasonable. You know, people can get in line and wait. Fence and bring it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm hoping that most people are still reasonable. I'm relying on it. I, yeah. I do think I, uh, they are. I, I, I know Sticks had been talking about this. I want to look at some of the polling data. I, I really, at least, at least in his description of it and interpretation of it, uh, this stuff has not really moved the needle in terms of what people's public opinion is, either on the president or of immigration generally. No, it's it doesn't like, change uh, anything for me. And and I yeah. love that they're just firing on all cylinders. They're trying everything, and it's just failing dismally. Like yeah. Down syndrome child, they really thought that was the that was going to bring it home. Well, they they always think it's going to be the kids' stuff, and I'm not going to deny that. Like. First off, if there was abuse of children at the border, yes, that's an issue. I, I will not deny that children have emotional appeal of sorts, but they, they really underestimate where it's like, first off, you're going to have to show me abuse of children. And then second off, you also have to understand this is a context in which their parents are breaking the law. And, I, and I'm not going to be... Womp womp. There is a context that explains this. It's not... They, they want to characterize it as concentration camps and stuff as though we're just abducting people from other countries right. and housing them here yeah. or something. No, they, they came here. They, that was their yeah, choice. Yeah, and then they, they expect the average person to overlook that flaw in logic that, of, of their desire to come here irrespective of this being like a hateful, racist, violent yeah. nation that everybody yeah. wants to leave. It's like, do you, you think your yeah. average person can't see this hypocrisy? Yeah, yeah. and also on top of that, um, also, the recent talk of civil war. At least mm. people have been saying that for over a year now. I think it's from cold to hot. But yeah, yeah, but it seems like it's getting worse to me, not better. Especially with um, like all this stuff, all this stuff with Maxine Waters' talk and and the way they treated Kirsten Nielsen and stuff last week. Like it's, it's escalation. A, it's about as bad as it can get before violence yeah. happens. Yeah, and you know, and that's that's really weird to say before right before. And, and it's like, do they really want to win anything? Yeah, I mean, uh, Just, yeah, yeah, well, you know, you're, they're really poking the bear. They're poking a bear, the side that has masculine men and guns. So, so many guns. <laughs> also, Matt, um, yeah. I don't know if you have taken any, any training class for besides this concealed carry. Uh, nothing, I've not taken formal training outside of concealed carry, but, you know, I, I know a lot of people who are highly proficient with firearms. And, and so I haven't taken, it's not like I've paid a guy or anything, okay. um, but you know, I've worked with plenty of people who know what they're doing. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. Yeah. yeah and, and want to take back, take those classes, but it's California. So it's like, yeah. yeah I mean, um, if you don't, if I'm sure, uh, like one thing I wanted to look into, there's a new indoor range down here. 
that I that I want to go check out next week. But they have a lot of um, I don't know interesting like training courses that go beyond just your typical like firearm safety and general firearm proficiency stuff. Like crazy tactical courses and stuff like that that might be fun. I don't really think that's necessary to be proficient for like home defense, but it'd be kind of fun just to yeah just to you know just do something for entertainment purposes or whatever. But anyway. Yeah, lastly, just a guest suggestion. Like, there are two YouTubers that have been, like, censored like crazy. One is uh, Colin Flaherty. He's talking oh, about yeah. violence. Yeah. And also uh, Tommy Sotomayor. Like, uh, oh, he got censored, too. For what? Uh, Hello? Oh, we kind of lost you for a second. But... Oh, this is uh, Tommy Sotomayor. Yeah. What, he uh, got what the boot in November. Oh, it's been that long. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, he's been just switching from channel to channel because each channel he gets is getting getting taken off. Do they? Do we know why? What did he do? Because people keep on flagging him. Because why? He he because says he's criticizing black women. Oh, that's okay. One of his main talking points and yeah, news and that's offensive. To sure. So just yeah. Good yeah. grief! All right. All right. Uh, well, thank you, man. Okay. Yeah. Congrats on uh, on the wedding. Thank you. I appreciate All right. it. All right. See you guys. See ya. I mean, I still wake up every day and I'm like, am I going to have a channel today? <laughs> Maybe not. Evil Zombie Toe, you there? Good morning. Good morning. Hey. What's on your mind? Uh, trying to cover a few things here, but I think the first thing that comes to mind is if you're ever debating David Duke, the first and only thing you can say is how dare you how absolutely dare you that's true you know what i put i, I how forgot absolutely how dare, dare you? you how absolutely <laughs> dare you sir. forgot i put the sounder in the system yeah thank you for reminding me nice uh, uh so in some international sports news that actually matters uh the usa beat scotland in rugby so that was pretty damn what awesome. rugby <laughs> i know in Do rugby. We, we play rugby you're telling me that's, uh, that's the most surprising thing about all of that yeah. Yeah, rugby's actually up and coming in the States. We've got four hmm. uh, national teams right now, and I think they're adding two next year. Maybe so, I should tune into that. They don't kneel for the national anthem, right? No, they actually have a military appreciation days and everything. It's pretty cool. badass. So we yeah. took a sport uh, native to another country and then got better at, at it and then beat them? Is that what you're, what you're I talking about? I thought it was Australian in origin or something. Yeah. Is it? Most of the players are Australian oh. in the States. I shouldn't act like I know things about any of this. I, I don't. <laughs> Uh, so to uh, to shill for something you know homeland based, Lauren Southern's Farmlands is on YouTube for free. It was great. It was great. Everybody it was, watched it. Yeah, very difficult to watch though. Yeah. Um, but it kind of got me thinking. You know, one of the things she brought up at the end was, you know, what can you do? And uh, you can start a discussion, and hopefully there'll be some uh, governmental assistance from other countries. That would be the smoking gun the media needs. For Trump to hate on all these, you know, Hispanic immigrants, but allow white asylum seekers to come in. Yeah. They would. They think they would collectively jizz themselves if it happened. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'd be really happy, but I, I just can't imagine that he's going to do that. Yeah, it wouldn't. Uh, I don't think it would work out in his favor, at least as far as the media is concerned. I'm hopeful about Australia would... still, but there was such a huge backlash yeah. amongst the the populace about it. They just think that well, white I people think... can't be refugees. But your white privilege, yeah, it's like, look, they're living in squatter camps. They're getting murdered. Yeah, you, you want to talk about white document. privilege? Are you serious? Yeah, like I get shot in the face. I mean, he's still alive and he can't leave. God, I know. And he looked fine. Like he didn't seem like he had lost a lot of motor function. I couldn't believe that guy survived that. 
Matt, he got shot yeah. in the in the head. The bullet went out through his ear, and he was like fine, basically. Wow, I'm gonna have to check this out. I haven't watched it yet. It's obviously. great. Everybody, check out Lauren it, Southern's it's... documentary. It's on her channel. It's called Farmlands. Uh, she worked really hard on it. It's been in the mix for I, I think nearly a year, and she got some great interviews. Um, she's really brave. Oh, yeah. I'm proud of her. Huh. Yep, we got to oh, give yeah. you the boot though. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, so happy Fourth Blonde. Good luck. All the best. Seriously, congratulations. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, keep it real, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Okay, Clockwork's up next. Clockwork, you're good to go if you're ready. Uh, yeah, sorry <laughs> to bother you. I've just been like freaking smoke coming out my ears this week. Uh, From what? Freaking stressful. Hi, it's a great I, week for conservatives. I, I'm just I'm giving up talking to my mom. It's oh. really bad. So I I go up to her. I'm like, mom. Is there going to be a blue wave? And she's like, no, nah, I, I, I'm really starting to think there isn't. I'm like, okay, really? Why do you think? Gerrymandering. She, t- she, tells, she tells me there's, there's not going to be a blue wave because of gerrymandering. I asked her what she thought about the New York Times um, cover. She goes, oh, well, I understand that it wasn't like entirely true, but you know, the spirit of it was oh, true. Oh, the time cover? Oh, you mean yeah. the time cover, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, That's the God. angle they always go with. I'm, well, I'm it just... highlighted a real problem. Yeah, did you read the retraction? It was shameful. They're like, well, what we said totally was bullshit, but it does represent the spirit of what is of happening course. in separation. Of just like every hoax hate case. So you lie. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's absolutely brutal because, you know, she watches like all the mainstream, like she watches so much CNN and MSNBC. It's like, we live in two completely different realities at this point. It's, it's like really scary. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was going to have to cut off some extended family, but then I realized that I don't want to be the one to do that. And all I can do is live by example and they're going to have to come around eventually because my yeah. way of thinking is correct. <laughs> right. I mean, do you want to give people a leash uh, and have some faith that they might come around? I only have a couple. I don't. I, I don't cut people off due to ideological reasons, but for a couple of exceptions. One is like violence. You know, like if you're an Antifa and you're violent, like I'm not going to be your friend. The other is um, if you, you know, if if you make character judgments against me for my political uh, beliefs. So, like, what leftist do you know that does not do that? Uh, that's unfortunately basically all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like I try to give character. my, I've tried to give the, those friends of mine like that the longest leash possible. But all, when it comes down to like, you're a Nazi, you're this, you're that. It's like, all right, see ya. Yeah. yeah. I got one, one more thing before I go. Sure. I am actually super um, stoked right now on a Ben Shapiro um, Supreme Court justice. You know, like the entire nation gripped in suspense when he's about to like reveal a court hearing or something sure. like that. Sure. Yeah. But first, let me talk to you about Bowen Branch. <laughs> All right, gang, I know this is a very big decision. It's going to impact a lot of people's lives. Uh, we worked really hard on it. But first, let me tell you about... Yeah, let me tell you about Helix Sleep. Are you her only son? No, no, no. We, my brother is like, lives in New York City. He's a super, super hardcore leftist with, with mm. his girlfriend. And yeah. then me and my girlfriend are like relatively conservative. I mean, I'm still... I'm still going to talk to her i mean we live in the same house i'm just going to avoid anything political like it's the plague because sometimes like, that's the best like, policy i have friends like yeah. that where it's like she kind of just a common understanding it's going to be like uh, no hmm. no yeah and especially if it's a if it's a family relationship it might be you know more valuable just to maintain the family relationship that way i i hate to advise that but sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes in the interest of preserving a very important relationship it's the wiser to take 
Yeah. Right, well, if your brother fails miserably problems. at something, you can always play that like only good son card. <laughs> <laughs> Lean into it. Thanks, man. All right. Have a good one. Okay. Uh, how are we doing on Super Chat? We need a break? Are we good? Yeah, we do. Um, Robert Atkinson. Actually, we have message deleted. No, no. Hmm. Um, Robert you. Atkinson. Did you get my Peterson email from Louisville? Uh, I don't know. I'm notoriously bad. From Louisville, by the way. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, notoriously bad at um, reading and responding to emails. So I have no recollection of this. If you want to forward I th- it to I me think again. I got, um, I, as I recall, I saw one. I believe I responded to it in my inbox. Oh, was it from into the show inbox? I think I got a copy sent to my Shoot inbox. Shoot it to the well. Blonde in the Belly of the Beast at Gmail. Um, my name is too long. I really should have gone in a different direction with that. Hmm. Too late now. What can I do? Uh, thank you for that. Evil Zombie Toe. Also, Blonde have officially switched side after seeing Bench Piero attack Candace Owens on Twitter for taking a selfie with Trump. I lost all respect for him. Sorry, Matt. Well, I didn't happen? see that. Candace Owens took a selfie with Trump? They battle on Twitter all the time, though. But then they also like hang out and do stuff together, so it's weird. Yeah, like they hate each other on Twitter, and then I saw the most cordial interview where they didn't address any of the animosity. I was like, yeah, what? They have a weird relationship, like for high sure. high school girls. Yeah. Uh, everyday skeptic. Are either of you familiar with the neural correlates of consciousness correlates um how strong are your opinions on abortion and do they reflect this knowledge mm. uh no but i did see you talking about this in the live chat everyday skeptic if you want to shoot us an email i promise i, I assume this is something about the science regarding human development and, yeah. and then of course the ethics of abortion i mean this is a very difficult topic to discuss briefly i find as somebody who's been historically pro-choice on kind of a liberty angle i really find it harder and harder to defend I mean, presumably he's talking about the presence of, about viability, the state of... Okay. Yeah, yeah, or just about you know um, the state of human development at a certain I'm not stage. really sure how relevant that is to me. I mean, at 16 weeks, it's a tiny person, even if there is no consciousness. I, I just can't, I can't square this circle. Like, like, if I had an abortion at five weeks, the guilt would ruin me. It would wreck me for the rest of my life. I'd never get over it. So, you know... I don't really know how much it matters to me. You're still terminating a growing life. Which is something I thought we all agreed on, but not, you know, not anymore. Look, um, I, I thought the premise on the pro-choice thing was like, we'll be pro-choice, but it's a terrible choice that should be discouraged. And, you know, it shouldn't it basically happen only when absolutely necessary. And then That's that not RNC the, bitch. Do you still have that footage? I, th- I was thinking. It's, it is on my computer somewhere. I could put it out there. Yeah. One day. I mean, she really there. did start to change my perspective on this stuff. She was like, yeah, you should be proud of yeah. the abortions that you've had. And that's two years ago now. So ever since then, I've kind of been slowly scooting away from the at least firmly pro-choice camp. I don't know. I just can't. I just can't get on board with it. And now that I, I, in my last video, I broke down the statistics for what are actually hard case abortions and 98.3% of all abortions are purely elected mostly for economic reasons. Hmm. So when people are talking about like rape and incest, that accounts for less than 1.7% of all abortions. And that includes health, the mother and health, the fetus. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get behind that. I can't make a rule for the exception. Well, those Um, are also very, very easy exceptions to make those. It's like, all right, if you want to grant those fine, a medical exception for 1.7% of abortions, I could probably get behind that. I mean, I'm not happy about it, but yeah. uh, Jay Parker says, enjoy the show. Curious as to what your go-to news sources and outlets are. Um, I still read real clear. Um, I read Drudge Report. I read Breitbart sometimes. I watch Tucker every day. Um, I, I actually like like Hannity, although people are not going to be happy to hear that. 
Oh, what about you? He's Hannity's just he's a little too Trump stoogy for my taste. Like yeah, he just he he'll never criticize the president. And he's ever. a little boomer cringe too. Anyway, but yeah, I love um, Tucker. No, my, my method is I basically follow like any and all news sources on Facebook, and Facebook is pretty much just a news aggregator for me. So like yeah. every day, I just kind of my feed is all my friends are muted because of their annoying <laughs> politics, and I just have every news source, and it's just a nice list of yeah. everything, and I kind of yeah, go from yeah. there. And then, of course, that's in addition to all the YouTubers that I watch. I watch Six Packs and Hammer on most days. I've seen every Black Pigeon Speaks video that he's ever made. Um, You know, the usual. And I try to, and then my list on my list too is every, you know, it's HuffPost, it's Breitbart, it's everybody. It's not, it's ideologically, it's very diverse. It's a rainbow. It's a rainbow list of news sources. That's pretty queer. Yeah. Um, Steel and Souls 15, since I've made more dollars than cents, (laughs) cents spelled. Gotcha. Uh, here's some more for your perspective. A French perspective is that they don't call it the Holocaust. They just acknowledge it as any other genocide like the Armenian. Hmm. Huh. That's interesting. Well, at least somebody's acknowledging the Armenian genocide. Um, Joel Dykeman said, did either of you two see the latest Crowder vid where he confronts a chick who tweeted out his van to be firebombed? firebombed no. And that sounds at a interesting, convention? If so, wow. I didn't see that. Let's check it is out. Is it on YouTube or is it just behind the paywall? I did see, finally see his impression of the Richard Painter, Richard Painter dumpster fire. Yeah, was it good? Ad. Yeah, it was so, so good. It was so spot on. Um, Dangerous Spaces says, the, the left five minutes ago, harassing women is evil, you misogynist. The left now, let's harass all these Republican women so they're not just full of shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's go back to color. Okay, Project Nerd is up next. Project Nerd, you're good to go. Hey, Matt and Juan. How's your day going? Hey, pretty good. How about you? Oh, no, a day in paradise. Good. Um, be honest, I'm just curious to get your viewpoints. Is it ever possible for their Democrats before November to recover and have their quote-unquote blue wave? Not without changing the, in the status of the country, I would say. Like if we yeah. had a major economic downturn or something. That might do it, or if they started to... Um, have the appearance of being truly moderate. I think that that would make a big impact. Or how about I'll go real fantasy land. Robert Mueller comes out with like, here's your evidence of Russian collusion in Trump's toast. Like that, that would do it probably. So no is the answer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not without a, not without a major change in the status quo or in the status of the country, like economic or legal or otherwise. Like if, if, if you give me a snapshot of what the American economy uh, and the general issues of the day are like uh, in early November and they're the same as today. I, I don't buy the blue wave at all. I lost your video. Uh, let me try to turn it back on. Anyway, how about you? Uh, you got a different take on that or? Be honest. I would have to agree with you because with them at this point quadrupling down with uh, there's concentration camps on the border. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just gotten so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, because I'm loving the I hyperbole, have, though. It's just nuking their position. It's amazing. I don't have to do anything. It's more than nuking. It's the equivalent of a, a Russian Tsar Bomba. <laughs> yeah. And they have tricked themselves basically into arguing for open borders and the abolishment of ICE. Some of them, it's not even a trick because that was their position in the first place. But when yeah. you push back on these on their position, it's like, well, what do you actually want to do, though? How do you want to solve this problem? And they eventually come around to saying... Yeah, well, I, it might be better if we just don't arrest them. Yeah. <laughs> if we just let just them go. Just, just yeah. open the board. Citizens yeah. of the world. It's just no yeah. big deal. Yeah. But that's all I kind of wanted to ask you. Sure. Hope you Thanks do have calling. a good night. Thanks, Bye. man. 
Bye-bye. I like how everybody is detonating their own call, ending their own call. Well, yeah. yeah, I guess I really, I pre-cracked the whip at the top of the show. and Everyone's trying to hustle along. Uh, Iyama Fago, a very exotic, <laughs> what is French caller? I don't know. What are we going with here? Uh-huh. Iyama Fago. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Monsieur Fago. <laughs> hey. How's it going, guys? What's on your mind? Hey, Matt, I just want to say uh, congrats on having your butt herpes go into remission. Oh, well, th- thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Blonde, congrats on the wedding and thank the you. baby. You can't fool us. Nope. <laughs> I, I'm going to have toddlers running around before I tell anybody anything about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. That's fair. And uh, I also wanted to talk about um, very exciting news for my podcast. Okay. Uh, not this episode, but the next one. So next week's, uh, my communist friend is going to be a guest. And so we're going to have a whole debate, a structured debate on, uh, you know, just everything, philosophy, uh, policy, you know, things like that. Is this the generational gap? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you remember it. Thank you. I've not checked it out yet, but you guys should debate where, how food is produced or where food comes from. (laughs) That, I want to tune into that. I feel like you wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. And uh, also, real life got... communists, they're everywhere, aren't they, though? Yeah, yeah, especially in academia where he is. Yeah, God. But uh, yeah. Is he, also... So is he like a professor or something? Or do you mean a student? Uh, he was an adjunct professor. Ah. Uh, for a little while, and now he works at a call center. So you see where that philosophy that degree goes. That's about right. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's a very common <laughs> yeah. career path, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, the, the, this this commie lady, this socialist lady, card carrying socialist lady who won in New York, uh, beat out that um, incumbent Democrat for the congressional seat. She also holds a degree in economics, and she's a hardcore socialist. She's just a redistributionist, you know. It's like, how do you study these things? How have you studied all of this? To this degree, and you still think like, no, I know how to make this work. I studied it enough. Uh, because that's just it. They studied it from the comfort oh, of God. their, you know, their own environment. They never had to experience any of the hardships. Yeah. So it's all intellectual. It's purely intellectual for them. Hmm. Anyway, we got to give you the boot. Any final thoughts? Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to plug my channel real quick. Uh, check out the generational gap. Um. We talk about you know news and politics and stuff, and uh, we just recently got to the point to where you can search for our name on YouTube and it'll show up. <laughs> you can't so, even do that with Blonde's channel. Than I am. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, is that true? Yeah, you you have to type in the whole thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, with me, you used to have to filter by channel in order to find it, but oh, now you can annoying. actually just search the channel. Yeah. So it's a lot better now. Nice. All right, man. Have a good night. Thanks. All right. See you guys. Bye. Uh, Josh and Jess are up next. Hey guys. Hi. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. How are you guys? Pretty good. I was forgot to pay attention to the roll call, so I wasn't first this time. Yeah, you guys are way behind. You're three minutes late tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a pre a little bit of a pre prepared one minute rant. Go for about it. About the immigration thing. Sure. It's from before the. Uh, it, it, he it, wrote it last Wednesday. Yeah. yeah it was ah. supposed to be for last Wednesday, so it's okay. a little out of date. But right. I still want to do it. So President Trump ran on a platform of reforming immigration. A large part of the fuel for this was the absolute illegality of DACA, 
We cheered when Trump demolished DACA, and rightfully so. The Democrats and liberal media have drummed up a non-traversy of the law being enforced. I do not give a rat's ass about the parents being separated from their children. When you break the law and get arrested, you get separated from your children. Do I feel bad for the children? Yes. Is it the fault of the government? Absolutely fucking not. President Trump, in caving and using an executive order to stop the enforcement of the law, a.k.a. DACA 2.0, is not only a violation of the law and a betrayal of his base, it was bad politics. Had he stood his ground, saying it is the job of the executive to carry out the law and the job of the legislature to enact it, he would have won but Mm. now he has betrayed his brace and base and granted the democrats a victory he should not have given them like ben shapiro my husband has learned to breathe through his ears (laughs) (laughs) now i agree i uh i was disappointed when he issued the executive (sighs) order and that was before i even read it because i thought oh come on man like you're, you're handing them some fodder to you're handing them a scalp you know to feel like they won and then i read it and i was like this is Nothing. This doesn't even say anything. This is purely symbolic. Like it, it still looks like a capitulation, though. So. Yeah, but it, but yeah, it, it's, it's even I, worse because it doesn't do anything. But it was the yeah. appearance of acquiescence. That was the real yeah, problem. Yeah. Like, I don't want to give them one. I wanted him to just sit there with his arms crossed and be like, I don't care about these children. And how involved was Ivanka? Because that was Trump's case was, I talked to Ivanka. She yeah. was very mad. Like, and yeah. so I did this. Okay. But it didn't do well, anything. I'd be mad if I were called a feckless cunt, but that's not really <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like it, it was the stupidest executive order that's like we're going to be nice to the maximum amount allowed allowed by the law yeah okay? but we're still going to go max on on border enforcement so nothing is going to change it's like yeah okay yeah it was it was like i i was furious when i wrote it though i was i was steaming when i heard that he had this did done the executive order before i even read it but yeah. even still i stand by the bad politics and the bad call but i'll yeah I'll let you guys go and move on to the next caller. I just wanted to rant about that. All right. Good well, thank you, man. For calling, guys. Good news is I think this controversy. Oh, oh. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Have fun. It's the best. I will. <laughs> Bye, guys. Have a good night. Feel better, Matt. I think, I, I think I'm there. I'll be good. Good. No, Thanks. he's going to cancel next Wednesday. I'm so No, sad. well, I, for, I forgot to make that announcement. There is no show next Wednesday. It's oh, 4th yeah. of July. Sorry, and you're, sorry, guys. There's no show next Wednesday. Whoops. Yeah. It's, I mean, that so seems kind of impossible seems kind of implied on the 4th of July anyway. Like it, you should not be calling this show on the 4th of July. Yeah. You should be drunk and yeah. shooting off fireworks into your own face on accident. Just joking. <laughs> don't do that. Let's talk to Jay Edgar real quick. Mr. Gentlemen. What's going on? Gentlemen. Land, it's a pleasure to meet you. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hey, I, uh, this, this your, is my your first mic is peaking real loud though. If you, I don't know if you can turn down the gain a little bit. I, don't have any gain, unfortunately. I apologize. All right. It's a little better now. Maybe just speak softer. All right. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't have my good microphone on, Matt. You've seen my good microphone before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's because I know it sounds good. That's why I was kind of surprised. But now you're good. Yeah, I'm at my parents' house for a funeral, so I'm not working for the first time on a Wednesday night. So I decided oh, to call. I wanted to relate a story to you guys. Sure. That happened to me over. The, I think it was the last not call-in show, but the Sunday show before last. Uh-huh. Where we talked about the two tranny parents. Yes. Angel. Oh, Angel, yes. Yeah. The story that got me so goddamn blackpilled, I had to check my hair and look down my shirt to make sure I didn't grow a crop of blonde hair and a set of tits. <laughs> I, uh, it was a bad one. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. That was the Father's Day one, the CNN Father's Day one. It's, it, that, it's coming back to me now. 
I the was so whacked out by that, I had to go back and show my parents. Yeah. My my mother, who was small town and completely shocked by the whole thing. Oh, yeah. really? My yeah. mom asked me to see if I could send her the link to that show so she could show all of her coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's a two-hour show, and I explained that to her. But yeah, it's just... yeah. But the the CNN article link is in there, though. You can check out the article. Yeah, I could possibly go out and do that too. Yeah, but good. Yeah, I'm glad up... that these stories are are truly outrageous to middle Americans because I see stuff like that and I'm like, balkanization. It's too kind. <laughs> I don't I don't care about these people. Yeah, let let them have their own space. They can all move to California, build a wall around California. I don't care. Sure. New California or the entirety of California now. Yeah. We've got that to look forward to. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. What else? What else? Uh, I don't really have much else. I mean, yeah, like I say, I just, I'm in town for a funeral and didn't work on Wednesday night. Well, Matt I hope suggested I, I called in before and I had a chance. So I hope everything's good with your family and stuff. So I started hear about the funeral. And, yeah. Um, but thanks for calling. We know it was coming. It. All right. Well, that doesn't make it too much easier, but. Well, thank, thank you, man. Guys. Have a good night. Yep. Bye. Bye. Let's talk to Eric. So Angel. You've got a you've got a basically a hard out at the top of the hour, right? So we have a handful of patron callers next and a giant pile of uh email and video questions. So we'll cool. let's get let's get through these patron callers and then uh Yeah, I'm should... going to get oysters. Yeah. Ooh. I thought you said sushi. Or I am going to get sushi and oysters. Yeah. It sounds like a plan. Hello. What, what's going on? Hello. Hi. Hello, hello. I cannot hear shit right now. Hold Uh-oh. on. Uh-oh. You can't hear us? I cannot hear anything. Okay. Uh, we'll have to give him a second. Hello. Okay. But hello. You got us? Yes. Okay. There you go. Sorry. My computer. Sure. What's on your okay. mind? Okay. Oh, my God. I have so many things on my mind. Uh, I, I was trying to call him last week because I have, like, everything. But, okay. I'm going to try to rattle, rattle off a couple of things, and then I have a story, a quick story. Okay. You're gonna have to be quick, man. Okay. Uh, number Go one, it. is it too late to abort Maxine Waters? Uh, number <laughs> two, uh, uh, I saw um, uh, a couple of weeks ago. I saw a commercial testimony with Brett Weinstein, and I wanted to ask you guys: uh, Is would it be a hypothetically a good idea to extend the First Amendment uh, to the private sector? Uh, hmm. uh, what else? I did. Uh, I did see Brett Weinstein's testimony uh, on his channel in front of a congressional committee. Um, extended to the private sector. Ooh, uh, I don't know that I like that concept. I don't want the government telling private business what to do. Yeah, but in terms of Twitter, I would argue that that is of the public domain. Yeah, yeah I mean, so you that's run in- with the Brett Weinstein thing. Yeah, you run into some complications where you have these gigantic communication platforms like like Twitter or YouTube or anybody else. Um, as a general rule, I will always hope for a market solution, you know, but, but I, it's, a market, a market, market solution into form of viable competitor to YouTube. We're going to be waiting a while. They got a lot of, uh, they got a lot of infrastructure to build. Yeah. And Twitter, by the way. Yeah. 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 Okay. The third thing is, uh, I saw the Crowder video and it was hilarious, but also cringy as fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so here, uh, so I'm gonna get to my quick story right now. But before uh, I get to that, let's uh, say hello to our friends at Movement Watches. Sure, okay. MVMT. Uh, they, you know, they started. Did you know it was just two college kids who started in a garage and they've grown so large now? <laughs> Is this a Ben Shapiro thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are these the so, blind people's watches? 
No, they're they you know they look like department store watches that can cost oh, several hundred so dollars. But because MVMT eliminates the middleman, you can actually get them for like a hundred dollars or less. To way too much Ben Shapiro. Oh, <laughs> All right, we're stealing your time. Wrap it up. Uh, okay, so I have the story. So last semester, my literature professor. So my literature professor was actually also a student, and he he had an assignment to um to give interviews to people. And he offered the students of my class to give interviews to them. And the topic of the interview was free speech in America. Hmm. So I offered, I volunteered for the interview. Uh, we talked for two hours in the interview and then two hours after that, because he was so interesting. So uh, remember, he's a literature professor. So there are very rare amount of like right-wing literature professors. Sure. Uh, he was not right-wing, but uh, he was actually not crazy. So yeah, just open-minded or willing to consider yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I talked to him for a long time and I actually got a recording of that, but I, whatever. Anyway, uh, I asked him about his research after we were done talking and he told, uh, I was like, uh, so what have the most students that you've like done research on said when you talk to them about freedom of speech? And he said that, that the majority of the students that he talked to said that they believe in freedom of speech but then when he got into more but, detail about what that entails yeah they were like oh no hate speech and blah 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 of course so so this is like the majority of students which actually i was a little bit surprised by because in my yeah. university it's okay i go to a business school so maybe i don't count but hmm. but yeah yeah i i uh, i, I, I really good. worry that that's becoming a predominant uh perspective on on college campuses yeah i believe in free speech but i mean come on we got to have some common sense restrictions on it nope yeah yeah so that that is all i had thank you man thanks for good night thank you college kids tomahawk dissel (laughs) yeah damn college kids damn kids today shake my fist Get off my lawn. Yeah, get off my lawn. I can't say it quite like him. But I like I that in your video today. Oh, I always, I, it's always fun to drop a Clint Eastwood reference when you can. Uh, Matt Mr. and Blonde, Tom, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, what's on your mind? Great. Good to talk to you guys. What, uh, what's, what's on your mind tonight? Mute your stream, okay. man. Oh, that's right. Sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> Um, well, I just wanted to, to basically uh, talk to Blonde about the destruction of the left. Yeah. Sure. Um, I mean, everything's reaching a real fevered pitch these days, and I feel like the left is just flailing on the way down. they got to be careful because they're going to hit something and, and uh, cause sparks and possibly an explosion of violence, you know? It's not just that. It's It's such a bad internal destruction that I think that they may be paving a way for an alternative party to take their place. I mean, that's how detestable they're becoming to your average American. Like they, they just cannot relate to middle America. It's crazy to me. And how dangerous is that going to be? What's going to take their place? I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing the radical beginnings of something that none of us understand. Yeah. And there's just no telling where this is going to go. Um, they don't understand what they're doing. They're just recklessly uh, vying for power. And um, this whole hunting people down, you know, at their place of business or in their personal lives, it just takes the right conservative who isn't conservative, you know, and not a nice fella to erupt. And, and now we have mm-hmm. bloodshed. And, and guess where that's going to leave us? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
anyway, blonde, just saying hi from uh, South Tacoma. Um, oh, ooh, hey, lovely lady. Yeah, <laughs> we were up in Seattle actually uh, Saturday. Yeah, we had oysters, and and we got and we got the hell out of Dodge first thing in the morning because that parade was happening. Oh yeah, it's mm. terrible. It's it's so super gay around here in June. <laughs> I just look uh, around. I'm like, what is going on? Like on Pride Day, I saw a whole family. It was like a dude wearing just tidy whiteies. His body was painted rainbow colors. Same thing with his wife, and then they had a young child that was like practically naked, covered in rainbow colors. I'm like, I'm I'm out on this. Like, fuck all of you people. You are freaks. This it, is a freak show. <laughs> Gay. It's absolutely disgusting. And one thing that I've learned is, you know, I, I used to be a lot more liberal. And uh, one thing I've learned is, you know, my mom was always very conservative. I felt like she was just kind of, she was kind of a nutcase or something. No, she actually has an ideology and conservatism, uh, Republican values are ones that keep you on the straight and narrow. When things get crazy, when yeah. things get weird, we're able to, we're able to, to actually kind of direct our reality in, in, in the correct direction, if that makes any sense. Yeah, totally. That, that's the good thing about living a principled existence is you have a, a home base to go back to when the world has gone so insane. Uh, that's also why people are religious, I'm sure. No, absolutely. And, and, I've, and I have a lot of uh, family in California and these folks, it's just their whole ideology is just, well, they're not hurting anybody and just let them do their thing and let live and, and let be and let everybody do what they want to do. And it's like, no, that makes culture insane. That makes people crazy. And I don't want to live in that world. So let's yeah. put a, let's put a sock in it. Yep. I agree. Matt's got his shotgun cool. face on. So All right. Give you the boot. <laughs> Thanks for calling, dude. All right. I, I'll let you guys go. Talk soon. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Uh, bad Beats. Oh, my friend Bad Beats is in here. Let's see if his uh, microphone's working. It's muted for now, but if he can get that unmuted, we'll uh, we'll give him a go. Next up is JT Goldfish. Goldfish is muted as well. So if you can guys, if you guys can get your mics unmuted, you're good to go. Uh, Goldfish, your side if you're ready. Hey, Matt. First time caller for me. Ah, well, thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Uh, not much. Uh, I just watched a video with uh, Gavin McGinnis the other day. Mm. And yeah. they were talking about uh, equality between men and women. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought it was really ridiculous because when somebody said that women have, uh, or men have just as much right as women when it comes to child custody, I was like, that's a bunch of bull crap. <laughs> just as much of a right? Sorry, what's that? And I don't know what you mean. Well, like, because I got, I have my daughter. She's eight years old. Mm -hmm. I had to fight just to get joint custody. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah, the, the cards are stacked the, against the men in the legal system women, a lot. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah, definitely. And in terms of alimony as well. Yeah. Divorce court has just done horrible things to men. Yeah, and so I just uh, wish that there was a way to change it, but there's not. But I don't think there's a lot of political will, unfortunately, because nobody yeah. you, you could fix a lot of these things in your state legislatures and elsewhere. But nobody wants to be the guy who's like, aha, I, I really stood up for those oppressed men. You know, it's just it's like well, it's no politically, I think, is partially hmm. responsible. Um, people yeah. used to stick it out when they didn't love each other, you know, and now that apparently that's a, a reason to get divorced. Hmm. Yeah, well, I'm with uh, my girlfriend now. I've been here and actually in November, so you're what in November? That. You were breaking up. Do you, uh, my, do you said 
my girlfriend is pregnant. We are Yay! due in November. Congratulations. So. Congratulations. And then last thing, and then I'll let you guys go. Uh, I am a veteran, and the 4th of July does scare mm. the crap out of me. Ah, so, yeah. So be considerate. Be respectful. Yeah. Be respectful. You yeah. don't need to light off fireworks all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Or especially the day before or the day after. It, it, I'm like, what are you people doing? <laughs> most, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I shouldn't say most. In my neighborhood, it's actually like against the, you know, the neighborhood rules, even oh, really? on the 4th of July, although I think everybody just kind of looks past it. But, but yeah, I mean, this would be another thing that would be solved if more people were friendlier and knew their neighbors, you know, like if, if I know that I've got a combat vet next door or whatever. But, you know, we don't know our neighbors anymore. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody? Yeah. 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 Thanks for calling. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, man. What's our lineup like? Uh, we got a handful left, um, just, but just a, just a few. We should be good to finish up callers, I think, around bottom of the hour here, and then we, sh we should be good on time. Finish up callers at the bottom of the hour? Yeah, and then we'll have to do all of our email questions and video. No, we got to finish up callers by 740. Yeah, well, that's I meant bottom of the hour is in eight thirty. Oh, I forgot. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, beats. What's on your mind? I understand time. Uh, yeah. Real quick, just two things. Uh, I noticed in your video where uh, Maxine Waters cited, yeah, the right to protest is constitutionally protected, but sure, fuck guns. You know, the constitutions of both say I'll take this and this. It is interesting how they're selective in that way. Yeah. Also, because we were talking about the, you guys were talking about uh, judges. Yeah. Um, uh, this is a sort of sort of breaking news. Uh, you're not going to hear this anywhere else. Uh, Hillary Clinton actually talked to Trump about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay. Uh, she told him, "I know we've had our differences, but when Darth Bader dies." I would like to take her place. Ah. And Trump said, I'm fine with that. Uh, does the funeral home have a problem with it? <laughs> All right. Well played. No, I mean, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, like we said, she's just clinging to life. I, okay. Can I make a prediction? And I don't endorse this prediction. I'm not hoping that it happens. You're I'm just saying six months. I get, I buy the premise that she's literally just hanging on to her seat on the bench until Trump is out of office. That's what she's hoping for. I bet she's going to die with like, you know, four months, six months until the election. It's going to, and it's no matter what, it's going to give Trump just enough time to replace her. I bet that's how this goes. Spite gives you like a little extra edge. You think so? Keeps you alive. Yeah. I've seen so many angry women in my family live so much longer than their husbands. It's ah. I don't know. Well, uh, anyway, so did, did you did you steal that uh, joke or did you write that one yourself? Uh, I didn't steal it. God gave it to me. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. At least he's honest. All right. Any uh, any closing thoughts? Um, no, I had some other stuff, but it was a, it was a little longer. Uh, All right. Good show. Love it. Well, hey. thanks, man. Appreciate you guys it. Keep it up. Be Beats and I go way back for people who don't know. But they'll remember him from my old Call of Duty stuff, my old Call of Duty material back in the day. So yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, man. Thank Have a good you. night. Uh, okay. 
So we got, we talked to Goldfish, right? And then uh, we got Khan and Yaderhe and Steven. So three more patron callers. And uh, regrettably, guys, just because of circumstances, we're probably not going to get to non-patron callers tonight. I mean, we, we have don't. so many questions from the last two weeks in our email. And uh, and just, you know, Blonde's got to be out of here at the top of the hour. So, um, so you know, we try to we're, we do our best to get everybody that we can, and we appreciate everybody's patience. Definitely, if you're having trouble getting in, send us an email, send us a, uh, a video uh, message. We'll reply to that on the show. I don't see Khan in the waiting room, though. So, Khan, if you're, if you're still here, hop in one of the waiting rooms. We'll get you in. Um, the live chat went crazy for that fiancé sighting. Oh, I bet. Yeah, good thing that's gonna, that video is going to be deleted. You guys, get your screenshots now because you'll yeah. never get them again. Oh, exciting. Yeah. Uh -oh, hey, guys. Hey. Can you... Uh, yeah, meet your stream. There you go. Yeah, I just did. Um, Chad moment of the week Ooh, is okay. um, T. Fred Harvey. He was the guy that I heard about the uh, the gun I told you guys about uh, last week. I'm trying he, to remember, but I'm Googling T. Fred Harvey right now. Yeah, he wrote, he wrote a book about his experiences, which ended on Iwo Jima. Oh, uh, yeah. It, is this a book that's called Hell Yes, I'd Do It Again? Yep. Well, this is a, this is a, it's got a paratrooper on the cover. Was he, a was he Marine. doing on Iwo Jima? He was, he was a, like a Marine paratrooper? Yep. Weird. Um, of 243 guys he went ashore with. Yeah. 14 guys walked off. Ooh. Wow. Uh, oh, that's all terrible. the rest were, all the rest were either killed or wounded. Terrible. He was one of the wounded. Huh. How he got wounded was uh, one night, basically, he saw a grenade fly toward him. Hmm. He sort of catches it and th threw it back. Basically exploded harmlessly. Hmm. Sec he sees a second one come in, bobbles it, explodes, gets wounded. Mm -hmm. He's a third one come in. To, a, to his foxhole. He has to sit on it. Oh, God. Okay. And, and he survives this. Uh, basically, what it what happened was the grenade sunk into the ash. Yeah. And stuff on the thing. So that took a lot of the explosion and got further wounded. Yeah. And wow. when he finally got to the hospital ship, they put him in the part of the ship that they put the guys they didn't think were going to make it. Oof. Ah, okay. And but he did, obviously. Well, he wasn't supposed to be in that part of the ship. Mm. The only reason they found out he was there was because of the doctor that he saw. Hmm. And they were looking for him for three days. Okay. So, and basically, obviously, he survived walks and everything like that yeah have you read the book uh not yet i uh listened to a podcast he was on oh yeah is this uh, the I, I googled and it looks like he was on the jocko podcast recently yeah is that, okay four hours Fluff they talked to him for four the hours live chat says everybody clench your butt in solidarity <laughs> <laughs> for t fred harvey yeah yes. uh and going to that um you know be kind of guys that are come back from uh, combat during the fourth. Uh, 
when my dad came back from Vietnam, also Marine, hmm. basically he was at a celebration fireworks and the whole thing. Yeah. With uh, his brothers and extended family and whatnot. And fireworks go off. He wasn't really prepared for it. And basically he, he hit the deck. Hmm. You know, oh, covering. Yeah. And one of the guys saw who wasn't the family member basically started kind of laughing and stuff. Yeah. And one of his older brothers kind of walked up to him and said, you know, give him a break. He just got back from Vietnam. Oh, and sure. by the way, he has a purple heart. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I hope somebody, somebody kicked that guy's ass well, laughing. Th- what a douche. Yeah. This was like 68, maybe. Yikes. So. Any final thoughts? We got to give you the boot. Um, yeah, a little bit for you, Blonde. Uh, if you're ever, you know, try as much as you can if you are with your hubby to. Oh, we lost him. I lost him, yeah. It sounded like it was going to be some sage advice. Unfortunately, we'll probably have to forego it because I don't hear anything now. I don't hear anything now. Sorry, buddy. All right. Um, sorry, we'll have to end the call there, but uh, but happy oh, fourth. Need to and, save and thanks. your marriage. <laughs> thanks for the story. Uh, Discord, you know, it's like somebody's pushing the buttons at Discord just for epic cliffhangers and stuff. <laughs> okay, so Steven's going to get final call tonight, and then we'll move into um, to emails and video messages and uh, the remaining Super Chat, of course. Steven, what's on your mind, man? Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, um... Y'all said something, or I think Blonde said something Sunday that I may or may not be able to disagree with. Time will tell. <laughs> okay. All right. She said something about uh, uh, getting rid of the FBI because what good are they? They're corrupt. and Just throwing it out there. I don't know. Well, uh, I, I say right now I can, uh, I disagree because guess who, uh, well, I'll just say it like this. Um, they are actually largely responsible for hopefully bringing down the Nexium cult that I've been studying all this uh, time. See, they do stuff. Yeah, they do stuff, yeah. <laughs> but is it so worth it? I mean, look at the destruction they've caused. Well, the So they the solved a few rate. sex cults. So what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've done other stuff, you know, for a while, but uh, it just seems like uh, they overstepped their bounds with, with regards to the election and that investigation. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, rank but and file, do... blah, blah, not the rank and file. Blah. See, Peter Strzok went to congressional hearings <laughs> yeah, the last couple of days. Yeah, closed congressional hearings. Thanks yeah. a lot, guys. Jeez. But I I do say time will tell because um, the cult's not brought down yet. It's still functioning. and um, It's still the... functioning? Well, I mean, it's barely functioning, but, but it's still like uh, a lot of stuff. The Actually, I don't know. The I think the sex cult is still functioning. The slaves are, but as far as like the enrollment and the curriculum and all that, it's um, it's all go- not on right now. Yikes. Well, but, and but, think about uh, it because I don't even know if I really believe that. I was just throwing it out there. I mean, at this point in time, it seems like they are causing more damage to the republic than they are providing value. Just doing a little cost benefit analysis on our alphabet agencies is all. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an anecdotal thing, but um, they have done good work. Uh, if you've if you've studied what I've studied, you can actually download the PDFs of what they've seized out of two of the homes. 
like all the hard drives and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any final thoughts, Mr. Steven? I recommend Blue Apron slash Shapiro. Gotcha. I do love Blue Apron. (laughs) Thank you. Man candy (laughs) blonde. Everybody saw the man candy, I guess. That's true. Yeah. I'm just using him for his height. (laughs) And if MGTOW is listening and his resources. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah of course of course his resources of course. thanks All for right. calling guys thanks Steven hope you guys have a good fourth y'all too thank you okay I realize I misplaced one of the call in show video questions but I recovered it ah. so I, I yeah I just had to put it in our system um so that will do it on callers uh tonight guys so sorry if you're, if you're not able to get in again we're, we're doing the best we can and we're a little bit tight on you know more tight on time tonight than usual so um so we'll hop into our email inbox and our, our video questions we'll, we'll round it out with super chat and we'll be probably finished up around the top of the hour so thanks for everybody's patience appreciate it sure let's alternate these let's and scroll all the way let's down. do the video questions first okay. um you might have to reload it because i just added one so reload the system yes sir uh, and then we got Emily up first, whenever you're ready. Um, do, 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 go ahead. It should be fine. All right. Here's, so here's uh, from Emily. Hey y'all, Emily goes one in the chamber for Emily. doing well regarding the my principles versus fuck it. I'm stooping to their side. I just want to win. This was actually covered in the movie Serenity, which I know you haven't seen. The antagonist explains that you Correct. need the fighters in order to win the fight. And then when it's over, the my principles people are going to kill off all of the fighters and impose the new world order and everyone shall live happily ever after. La da. So do you think we need fighters to win the fight? And then once we've won the fight, who gets to make the rules for the new society? Blonde, have a great wedding. Matt, especially when you're not feeling well, one in the chamber for Emily. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> She's so cute. Hmm. Um, that's a good question. I mean, I'm always going to be on the side of the fighters. But we need uh, philosophers and intellectuals. I do too. think I do I do think that the competing perspectives we have on this issue are at some level both necessary. Uh, because I do think they are both flawed in certain circumstances. Like the flaw in my outlook is that I am going to give a long leash to people who are abusers, basically, and um, and potentially enable them to be more abusive. That's and that is that's uh, that's unfortunate. I think in your case, my criticism of your perspective would be if you're willing to. Uh, to break the principles you're supposedly fighting for, what are you fighting for at all anymore? You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, if you aren't willing to break your principles to win, then you'll just end up losing everything. Yeah, there's an argument there too. Like you could stand for principle until there is nothing left to stand on anymore and you've lost entirely. And I'm just not Um, willing to go down with my principles just so that I can say I was principled. Like I want to win. I will... Yeah, I mean, I will hang on to them until it is clear that like fight is the only option I have. But that's how yeah. I that's where I, where I feel we are right now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, let me put it this way: I would hang on to them until I see actual violence happening. And short of Antifa, like we haven't seen like formal violence between two declared sides, like declared warfare. Yeah, but know? I mean, I I would use showing up at my house as a proxy for violence. Mm. Like that's enough for me to be like. That's it. You got to be, uh, seriously, you got you to gotta take time to look at what the law says on this stuff because you might get yourself into real trouble. 
Like if someone just shows up on your lawn and you point a gun at them, you've committed a felony assault in Montana. You're going to jail. Yeah, that might be worth it, though. You want to go to jail over that? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, this hasn't happened to me yet, but I'm just yeah. saying that if people show up to my house, like there's going to be a there's going to be a problem. Oh, I agree. There's going to be a problem at mine too. And, I, and you're I'm the not one even... that made a video today talking about how you're going to point a gun. At <laughs> I didn't say point. I you said, said shh, shh, no. Get off my lawn. Didn't say that. I said you're going to get the Clint Eastwood treatment. I said, and then I said, and literally, like I will grab an M1 and I will repeat that line. But I did not say I will point it at you because that would be felony assault. I can carry the gun. I cannot point it at you unless I have Okay, fine. I won't point a gun. I will brandish it in the air and yell obscenities. Can I do that legally? uh, You got to check under Idaho law. I don't know. But this stuff is really dicey. Really dicey. It's showing up at my house. I mean, that's, that's it. That's, that's basically. Yeah, I'm not saying, I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm saying what the law says. I just don't want you to go to jail. That's. I'm not actually going to. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to do anything. When it comes down to it, um, this shit never really happens. Like, remember when Red Ice was doxxed? Nobody even came to their studio. Well, it's because it's like in Sweden or something. I don't think so. It's not in the U.S.? I'm not sure, but, I, I but nobody, re- nobody showed up. I mean, they, yeah. they were like ready. They were waiting. Uh, people had made very serious threats, and, and nothing yeah. ever happened. And like that's, whenever I start to worry about it, I'm like, that is vastly reassuring to me because I just don't think that these leftists are serious about it. Because once you get to somebody's house, once you've done that, you have escalated this yeah. big time. Well, I think we both agree to Emily's question. If we were going to organize our society, you'd be the you'd be the person who has to kill the enemies, and I'm the one who sets the rules when they're all dead. And Is then you'd try to kill me, or I try to kill you. That's what would happen. <laughs> Maybe, but I think I think if we were going to d- divvy so, up the responsibilities, so we would have to continue to have shared financial incentives so that we didn't kill each other. That's <laughs> sure. that's the real thing. Let's hear what Jesse has to say. Thank you, Emily. Hope you have a good fourth. Dear Matt, if you've gone through the FBI's Uniform Crime Report and the U.S. Census Bureau's demographic data as I have, you'll notice Mm. that there are various correlations between homicide and demographic factors. Uh Uh-oh, hate facts. You can use these demographic factors to perform a multiple regression and predict which state is going to have approximately which homicide rate. And because the variables are not independent, you can leave poverty out altogether and use only race and ethnicity, and you will still get the same prediction. And with these predictions, you can see that some states have a higher homicide rate than expected, and some states have a lower homicide rate. And than the line, expected. the fit of For the example, line is pretty good. Why Mississippi I can't has a lie. lower homicide rate than expected, and Louisiana has a higher homicide rate than expected, could shed light on how to lower our homicide rates in the United States. But because this data ah. indicates that blacks commit the most homicides in the United States, as well as the idea that poverty may not be the cause of the crime. And in fact, that poverty and homicide may have the same root causes. The left will lie about you and call you racist for even sure. bringing it up. This, this so is really interesting. The left lies while blacks die. I'm curious as to why you think they cry racism to shut the conversation down yeah. when they claim to value black lives so much. So, yeah. so if Thank people you. are having a hard time understanding exactly what he's talking about, it's like if you can, you can look at the way the demographics explain crime rates in states and you can isolate race and therefore look at, um, as he referenced, like Louisiana and Mississippi and say, okay, Louisiana is a little bit higher than expected. Mississippi is a little bit lower than expected based on race as the explanatory variable. Then you could identify some other factors and really nail it down. This is he's using race as an explanatory variable as a way to find what else explains what's going on here. But that sort of analysis will never be accepted simply because it considers race as an explanatory variable. And that's why his ultimate question is why does the left obscure this fact and and be racist? And the obvious answer to that is 
they try to obscure it because it tells a deeper truth about the association of average IQ and criminality. Hmm. And it, it's, it sucks because I don't, I mean, based on my understanding of what he's saying there, his point is not to say, um, his point is not to make some kind of racist point as they would see it. His point is to say, here's one variable that clearly is of high correlation. Let's start from there and then see where the rest of the variance is and explain what's going on there. And then we'll have a real deep understanding of, of what explains crime. He's not trying to use race as anything more than the explanatory variable than it already is, but that analysis is going to get shut. It's really frustrating because he's, I think he's onto something smart there. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the discussion will never be had by anybody on the left, hmm. which is upsetting because I think that, well, another reason, another reason is that when you say that there are underlying culture and genetic reasons that are strongly and tightly correlated with um, criminality, then people realize that the underlying motive is not oppression. And then the left loses a lot of its power because they've, they've built their entire monument of leftism on this oppression narrative. Yeah, then, on my racism. Yeah. yeah. Then what do they do? What, what yeah. do they mean? They, they don't have any, any principles hmm. um, to stand by. Well, thank you, Jesse. Appreciate it. And he did the hard work of like putting together all the data, all the data, graphics, yeah, data graphics too. Really and, and unfortunately, I just, you know, we, we don't do a visual component of this show other than just the live video, but I appreciate you for putting that together. Um, okay, let's hop into some questions here. So We've Jeff writes, Jeff writes, uh, if it did come down to an armed revolution, what percentage of the U.S. military would hesitate to kill other Americans? I thought about this because you had made the point, and I think it's largely correct. I think there's going to be a, a big degree of hesitation on the part of the American military to disarm American civilians. But then I thought about the civil war, man, like there was plenty. I mean, there were plenty of union loyalists in that case who had no trouble taking up arms against rebels, you know? Um, I think it would be about 70, 30. Hmm. I have no basis for that, but (laughs) that's just, I think it'd be, I think, um, I think it would be, I guess my, my prediction would be like, I think there'd be a huge amount of discomfort going to houses and disarming civilians. But the second that there was like an, an armed formal rebellion, like an armed army on the other side, then there would be less hesitation about fighting because they would, it's no longer civilians at that point. It's a, it's an opposing military force. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, this is from Jonah. Thank you, Jeff, for that. Uh, this is from Jonah Slav. Um, expanding on last week's question, if you create some ideal magic nation where three out of these ideals could be fulfilled by the government and the population without conflict between them, liberty, equality, democracy, stability, morality, Ooh. which would you choose? Hard mode, choose only two. I've already thought about this, so go ahead. I can't, I'm not going to do hard mode in the interest of time. I will. I have to cop out. Okay, you could do it. Liberty is of the utmost importance to me. So I'm going to go liberty. Oh, the, the, okay. So I want liberty. I want morality it's because so they kind of go hand in hand. Liberty without morality is, is not a good recipe. So liberty, morality, and then I'm stuck between democracy and stability. I mean, if I have liberty and I have morality, then I'm willing to sacrifice democratic values, I suppose, even though I hate doing it. I guess I'll take stability in that case. We end up with the, the benevolent monarchy that we were talking about last yeah, time. Yeah, this, this just shows exactly the difference between you and I, because it took me about one second mentally to figure this out. Um, most important to me, hard mode, would be stability, morality. And then if I get to choose three, then I would choose liberty. But equality and democracy, I don't give a shit about that. Whatever. 
Equality would be the low, well, legal equality is important. I guess it depends what equality means. Legal equality is an important value to me. These days, equality, as far as I understand the way the left describes, is like equality of outcome, equality of opinion, those sorts of things. But democracy uh, is dead last for me. I, I don't care about that. Um, and well, it, even that is qualified because pure democracy is not something I consider virtuous for the same reason the founders didn't. Like, that's just a recipe for tyranny of the majority. I think that's antithetical to liberty. Stability, morality, so, liberty. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you for that. And if um, I didn't, I don't know if, if the email, if, if he said which ones he would choose. Uh, uh, I don't know if I put this in here, so I can't remember. I can't recall. But anyway, if you have thoughts on it, send them all. Send them really all interesting way. question. Um, Quizzical. Quizzical says, after the Supreme Court's recent decision in the case of the cake shop, I've been wondering, how would you legally define what Justice Kennedy called a sincerely held religious belief? Exactly. What would make a religious belief different than an individual belief? For example, if a thousand people join a cult, do they have a protected religious belief? If all but one Christian died tomorrow, are the beliefs still a valid religious belief as a religion of one? If a Muslim eats pork, is he still able to sincerely hold other Islamic religious beliefs? Or is he insincere for not truly following Islam? If I don't tuck my daughter into pulling branch sheets on her <laughs> helix sleep mattress, that conceals my stash that conceals my stash of birch gold. Am I still Jewish? That was really good. This is exactly the problem I have with with the court's reasoning in that case, but but it goes beyond I don't necessarily like, and maybe this is a flaw in the way the First Amendment was written or interpreted, I don't personally believe that religious beliefs should have any more protection than any belief. And the reason is because I can't find a way to objectively dissect these things anyhow. Like why is you, if you believe something you say, because it's, but it's spiritual or it's because of a, a belief in God, well, why is that any more or less valid than my belief in something that's yeah, based on non-religious reasons? I think everyone is entitled to their beliefs to the utmost extent. That's what freedom means, the freedom of your own mind, the freedom to think your own thoughts. I, I agree but, with you totally. I can't even add anything to that. Uh. Yeah, but but this this distinction between religious beliefs, I think, is meaningless and, and impossible to define anyhow. I would liken it to the concept of a hate crime. Hmm. Like, is that any worse than any other crime? Like, I don't think so. I, I think the distinction is pointless. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, I don't think it changes. You're entitled to your beliefs no matter what. The government should not be restricting or regulating your beliefs in any way. And that's true whether they're religious or otherwise. I just, I just don't, I, I don't see it. So. I agree. Thank you for that. Quizzical. Was that his, who sent that in? Yeah. Um, okay. From Tanner, where's the line between someone defending their rights and someone being belligerent and disobedient with the police? Guns are a right so that we may defend ourselves from a corrupt state, but I would argue that most people who fight with cops believe they're in that state. Is the line subjected to each person's individual beliefs or is there a universal agreed upon breaking point? Um, I mean, I, can't, I have to rule out subjectivity. Otherwise, there would just be anarchy. I mean, mm. the whole point of the law is universality. Yeah, I mean, my point on justified use of force is someone else violating your rights. So that would be, you know, your rights to your own property, your rights to your own liberty and life, those sorts of things. Uh, yeah. I don't think um, just someone arguing with you out in a public space, you know, is, it justifies violence or something like that. But if someone is at your home intending to do you harm, that person is violating the rights to your to your property, your rights to your property. And so I think justified, generally, use of force is justified against that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a satisfactory enough just line or not, but as soon as your rights are being violated, that's what I would say. Great. Thank you for that, Tanner. Owen says, 
Hey guys, I emailed you a couple weeks ago about my English teacher and wanted to confirm he isn't a tranny. Oh, well, good news. I was watching uh, Secretary Nielsen talking about the zero tolerance policy. She said the death of democracy comes when the lawmakers ask the enforcement branch not to enforce the law. So mm. here's my question. Uh, would you be in favor of closing the three loopholes that allow the separation of children and family and amnesty for the kids and the dreamers in the country in exchange for wall funding, ending DACA for future applicants and more ICE funding? Best wishes. We actually talked about this on Sunday, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know that I have time to happy. think about this specific deal. I would say that in general, be, because I have some skepticism about the practicality of deporting everybody that's here, I am sympathetic to exchanges of you know, you can call me an amnesty cock or whatever, but exchanges of citizenship opportunities for people who are already here in exchange for border security. But border security has to start, like there needs to be bricks being built before there's legal opportunity afforded to people who are already here. I mean, that is more important, but we also have to think about the demographic impact of all of the DACA recipients and the likely 20 to 30 million illegal people that are in this country. I want no amnesty. I want full deportation and I want the wall. I don't know why these things have to be mutually exclusive. And I think that compromise on this is um, going to be beyond detrimental to the future of our culture and country. I'm just surprised they haven't been able to get anything done on this, given their control of Congress and the presidency. It's, 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 it's very, uh, very odd to me. Very, very frustrating. Yeah. But, but, I, but um, if there is any common ground in our opinion there, it is that I have a firm opinion. You got to shut the faucet off first. Yeah. Otherwise, what are we doing? Like border security first and foremost. And then, uh, and then I'm more open to, what do we do about the people who are already here than probably you are, but we share. Yeah, I mean, the I, I just hate this argument that it's so impractical to deport all these people. I mean, they got here using planes, trains, and automobiles. They can go back the same fucking way. Hmm. I don't care. All 30 million of them leave, leave. Also moratorium on immigration. Um, do you want I to saw a news piece uh, today on the today show talking about immigration. They said, there are some 10 million illegal immigrants in the U.S. And I was like, what the hell? There's... That is lower than the lowest government estimate. That, yeah, I thought that and was that crazy. that data was collected by voluntary census information given yeah. by illegals okay. who had no incentive to show up. Yeah. Uh, Snow Monkey says, hey, Matt, I was recently talking with my mother, who is a teacher in Alaska, about teachers unions and the blatant political biases they show, often in direct opposition of the beliefs that are held by their members. Alaska tends red. The union is incredibly far left. My query is pretty simple and this is relevant to the Supreme Court decision potentially too, with the distinctly anti-competitive methods used and legal framework built up around protecting the dominance of teachers' unions from teachers accepting lower pay, what are your views on using antitrust legislation to dissolve teachers' unions? I happen to be all for it as teachers' unions hold a true government-assisted monopoly on labor in the education sector. Alaska legally requires teachers to join the union and take union uh, pay and have only seen weak arguments from people quote, uh, not being trade goods from those who argue they are not monopolistic. Still loving the show. Thank you for keeping it going. Thanks for listening. Um, I Any can't, means I, to break up teachers unions, I am. I don't have a sophisticated enough understanding of the law to know whether that would be a sound legal case or not. But particularly as we've seen in the Supreme Court case that came out today, public sector unions is a, is a particularly corrupt uh, structure. And and it's something that I think we should all have a problem with, not just in the in the case of teachers in this case, but in the as this case was in the case of state employees, municipal employees, people who work for the government generally. When you have a union in the private sector, at least the boss and the labor have some kind of adverse they have an adversarial relationship, but they both rely on the company surviving financially. 
in the case of the public sector, it's just government, government, uh, or it's just legislators, mostly Democrats, who want to give the union workers a sweet deal such that the union workers can give more money to the Democrats. And then, and nobody cares about the survival of a business. It's yeah. just, they're using the state purse. It's a, it's a corrupt cycle that is not, um, that is not the same structure as a private sector union at all. So I don't know about the legal case. I would be in favor of, of not having public sector unions generally. I, okay. I don't think that should be a thing. Um, we got one from Sleuthing Sloth. Me and my boyfriend were talking the other day about the changes in the attitudes of people around us due to the mainstream media's misinformation and government crackdown on free speech in the UK. This led me to talk about my so-called red pill moment in regard to seeing the world we live in as changing uh, is changing quite drastically. Rather. Before I met my boyfriend two years ago, I identified as a feminist and pretty much thought that men were to blame for most problems, i.e. calling out men for catcalling in public and saying it was offensive. However, me and my boyfriend met on a course at college. This was after I'd returned solo backpacking trips from a solo backpacking trip. Um, hmm. After a few dates and challenges to my own ideas as well as opinions, I began to see other sides of the argument presented before me. He introduced me to Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, and you guys. I realized awesome. how much I have changed in the past two years, and I'm annoyed at how everything that uh, at how everything that has now been politicized. Um, I've been able to challenge my own friends and tried to challenge some of my lectures at university, but with little success. I have two more years left at university and we're currently saving for a house. I don't know what I'd do without him and hope that our future kids will not have to deal with this stuff. Carry on with what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sleuthing Sloth. Um, I feel like that is a, a really common story, especially with women in universities. They're taught that they should believe all of these things and then they start to experience the real world and they're like, this is not what I wanted. This is not bringing me any happiness. And then they look to their personal relationships and building families and they're like, this brings me a lot more satisfaction and joy. And so I'm glad that this happened um, before it was too late for you. And I, I just wish you the best and I hope you enjoy your life. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. It's very nice. Take that next one. Yeah. Uh, Dangerous Spaces says, so we had a couple of women who were murdered here in Australia and they really have made headlines. Bering did a couple videos last week that you may uh, have seen. The frustrating thing is that there is uh, the, uh, the frustrating thing is then there is the call that men must change their behavior. This implies that these sorts of of problems are because of how men act in general. It's so annoying because it often comes after saying we should stop telling women to take care of themselves. I personally find that uh, pretty infantilizing because it often comes across uh, as women are unable to protect themselves kind of like children. What are your thoughts on these sorts of situations and the reactions they create? Go ahead. I need to read. Uh, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen the specific cases and I haven't seen the bearing videos on this. So it's tough for me to comment on the specific um, on the specific uh, cases in, in in this particular instance, but um, it, this strikes me as the sort of reasoning, like in the case of it's like the reasoning we hear with rape, right? The problem is we have rape in this country or any other country. The problem is we need to teach men not to rape. Like it's assumed to be a problem with men generally, as opposed to be yeah. as opposed to like a problem with specific people. That's true, but conversely, I like this this element of there being a full circle where we start to infantilize women because they mm. really can't take care of themselves. I mean, we need men to take care of us, to tell us what to do and to protect us. We can't and, be and men, men need women too. I mean, it's not, it, it, it goes both ways. Yeah. Like, but we need male, men, men to lead, not just in personal relationships, but in society and in, and in a protector role. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. but, uh, but we but, also can't expect men to do that if we're not fulfilling our roles as women, we can't be like protect us, but we're not, we're all going to get, bad and 
tell you people that you raped us. It's like, you know, right. Protect me. And also, but also like, you know, I need to, yeah, I need to cry on your shoulder and you need yeah. to be very soft. Give me all your money, sensitive. but I'm going to go bang this other. Yeah. Right. It, it, yeah. You see, there are some competing messages, but, yeah. um, but yeah, I, I'm sympathetic to your, to your concerns with that. And thank you. Dangerous spaces. Uh, you want to read this one from Mike? Sure. Mike says last week, the house approved a ban on the sale of sex dolls and robots designed <laughs> to look like children named the creeper act, I had not which heard will of now this. move to the Senate. Um, the given reason behind the ban states that dolls normalize sex with minors and encourage buyers to move on from dolls to real children. This hmm. is the same argument used in support of bans on violent media like video games and movies, proponents stating that these desensitize consumers to violence and in turn lead them to commit more violent crime. But as we know, there's no correlation between viewing such media and engaging in crime. In fact, research suggests that they serve as an outlet for aggressive urges. And I, as well as some experts, believe the dolls to be banned may serve as a similar outlet for pedophiles. By banning the dolls, we remove a safe, harmless relief for them. We force pedophiles to hide and suppress their urges and, by extension, endanger real children. I'm not sure that I agree with that logic. If the idea that people cannot choose their sexual attraction is true, then we cannot criminalize those who do not act upon it, even if we are disgusted by the idea and must provide what help we can. The question is, would society rather a pedophile safely act uh, upon inanimate objects or attack real children? I'd like to hear your thoughts on the matter. Um, I reject that those are mutually exclusive. And my problem with this is that I already see us degenerating into a society where there is no shame, irrespective of the perversions um, that somebody endorses whether or not they they really want to um and i don't want to go down that road anymore we're already that such a degenerate society are we really going to be accepting of somebody's lifestyle where they choose to like fuck a, a baby doll yeah. it's like are we gonna well, be I can't, that society i can't be in favor of the legal ban because there's, there's no child being harmed in this like i don't want people going to jail for this but it's, it's gonna be the same answer i give in a lot of these my standard is legal freedom cultural shame I do think there should be some appropriate, yeah, um, appropriate resistance to this culturally. Be like, hey man, it's fucking weird that you like to fuck kid dolls. I think we should go beyond that. I think that that person yeah. should be like straight up shamed in society, and everybody should be like, you're a disgusting person, and you should, you know. And if, if shame, if <laughs> if shame, well, come is on, if we can't tell pedophiles to kill themselves, and who can we tell to kill? Well, themselves? I mean, in their defense, they're not preying on a real child in this case. Uh, and there's no real child harmed, but there's um, always that that you know they want to. They're looking at every child. Like if shame if shame is too hard, I would still support f concerned friends intervening in something like this and being like, "Dude, you are sexually attracted to child dolls. Like this this is not good." Yeah, and if you look at at the cases of of every serial killer, they started small. They like uh, started jerking off in somebody's window or something like that, and then they needed. <laughs> They needed a little more than they started yeah. stealing panties, you know, and then they rape somebody and then they rape and kill somebody. And then do they're you, like raping dead bodies. It, do like, you support the creeper act? Are you in favor of the law? Um, yeah, yeah, I am. Hmm. Yeah. Creeper act, we'll agree to disagree. We'll see how it goes. We'll see if these creepers become enabled. What a, find out. Uh, you want to do this Peshka? Peshka. 
Yeah, everywhere I see talk about people flooding over the Mexican border, the words seeking asylum keep appearing, but no one says from what. They aren't from Venezuela and they aren't Cubans fleeing communism. This is just a buzzword for I'm fleeing a shithole country. Or is asylum seeker post-Euro Muslim flood apply to anyone who goes through multiple countries? And why does general violence justify asylum status? Uh, P.S. Don't use a trebuchet. Put them on buses to Canada like Mexico does to America. And if anyone complains, there's hypocrisy uh, a plenty to point out. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I know Jeff Sessions has been cracking down on what technically counts as asylum, but clearly, and this is the thing, this is what's annoyed me. They say they're stripping fi- they're stripping kids away from parents who are just seeking asylum. Well, no, what happens was you cross the border illegally and then you went, no, 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 no. I'm seeking asylum though. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you go to a port of entry, if you go to a U.S. port of entry at the border and try to seek asylum the legal way, you don't get stripped from your parents because you haven't broken the law. So I don't know what the rules are on asylum. Uh, I don't know exactly what counts and what doesn't. But I, I certainly would not be in favor of a standard that is like, if there's violence in your country, you get asylum. Like, it's got to be hardcore, like, um, real persecution. Like, you are being targeted because of your minority status or you're in a war zone or something. Some real shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I agree. I mean... Are we going to continue to act like there's nothing wrong with any of these countries, but people need asylum from them? I mean, if you go as far as to say, well, they're leaving a, a shitty place. Well, yeah, that's why everyone immigrates. That, that's everybody seeking asylum. Then it's like, well, they left a shitty place trying to find something better. Great. Good for you. Do it the legal way. That's not asylum, though. Yeah. Um, all right. We've got one from Aaron. Hey, guys. Greetings from New Zealand. Been a fan for a while and never miss a show. Happy to have recently joined your Patreon. Never emailed Thanks. a question before, and I guess this is the end of the show, so I'll keep it light with one entertainment-related. Nice. Have you? Uh, have either of you heard of a show called Rescue Me? I have, but I've never seen it. It ran from 2004 to 2011. It's about a fictional crew of New York firemen who served in 9-11 and their lives in the following years. In particular, a character named Tommy who has alcoholism and hallucinates dead people. But despite the premise, it's also half comedy and during its run preemptively tackled a bunch of topics going on in current culture war in a refreshingly anti-social justice warrior way for a show that was airing in the 2010s. Let's just say women and minorities weren't coddled in a comedic way during its run. Huh. Hmm. That would be nice. I, 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 I should watch it. Let me know in the live chat if it's worth it. But Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I mean, this stuff is relatively new. It's like I said a few weeks ago, I went back with a friend and watched, you know, like mm, era, like 2010 era Saturday Night Live. Yeah, still it hilarious. Was so, it was, it so was still good. hilarious. It's and not that long ago. We were talking about 30 ago. Rock, weren't we? Yeah, it's not that long ago. Like this, this SJW destruction of entertainment is like a five-year-old phenomenon, maybe less. Yeah. You want to read this last one? Yeah. And thank you, Aaron. Uh, Kamisar says, uh, hey, you. So I've been struggling for. Hey, you. <laughs> hey, you. Thanks, Kamisar. So I've been struggling for a while with a question that sounds bigoted at first, but the longer I think about it, the harder it gets to answer for me. So maybe you two have some insight that may guide me in my decision asking. <laughs> it's a very blonde question. Should trans people be allowed to vote? If I don't you know. Don't... Are they women is the real question. That's true. Are we talking uh, biological women? Then, of course not. <laughs> If you did not know, prior to the gender reassignment surgery, transsexuals need to take hormones of the desired sex. This is meant to trigger uh, a second puberty. Do they even call it that? There's no way it's biologically a second puberty. But anyway, it enhances the gender's features they want to see in themselves. This makes me wonder, isn't the philosophical point of age restrictions and voting laws in teens 
Uh, so teens in their puberty who are who are mentally destroyed by their hormones cannot influence the future of the country in any way that might harm other people or even themselves. The future of restricting other people's voting rights turns my stomach, but I fail to see a meaningful distinction between the puberty of a teen and an adult who chooses to relive the state of their life. Well, I would need to That's see. That's an interesting question. I would need to see. A, a real life scientist tell me that it's the same thing as puberty. Cause I just don't buy it as the same thing as puberty. I mean, um, I guess another something that, that you could point out is, um, is somebody with a severe mental illness? Are they, should they be barred? I think that's, should a schizophrenic person. Be I think that's the more appropriate, um, comparison. If I were to, again, make it entirely professionally unqualified judgment about this. Uh, no, I mean, would I be in favor of of saying trannies can't vote because of hormone therapy? No, I would not. If that's the question, I have to cuck out on this one. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want women to vote. So, how much of a stretch <laughs> is it really to be like this mentally ill person also shouldn't be able to? Well, vote? so, um, yeah, I, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't want. To, oh boy, I err on the side of stripping people of their fundamental rights. That's, that's true, and I err on the side of cucking out and preserving them. That's a real fundamental disagreement. <laughs> it's, I, I can say this without being able to answer definitively. It's an interesting thought. I had not thought about this from that angle. Um, so you know, God, we're thanks for shit. putting it together. Um, together, I can't even talk to at the end of the night. And we got. I know you're supposed to be out of here now, and we have super chat. So it's okay. Um, if you're able to close out with super chat, we'll get out of here. Did you guys see the Thank Crowder you, video? Yes. Caesar. Oh my God. Uh, John Martin says Kurt Skilter Schlichter mm. uh, has awesome columns at Town Hall on how us normies should deal with the left and the establishment. Here's to the unhinging. You guys rock as usual. We'll check it out. Check out. We'll see about this. We'll see who 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 wins. Um, Greg Lis Lishio. What are your thoughts on hardcore porn? I say ban. I mean. Hmm. If I in Blonde's Utopia in Blondtopia, I would ban, but um, but in this society, I don't, I don't know. I'm calling it First Amendment protected speech. Moving on. But I just don't like it. <laughs> As a society, we've just degenerated so much. Hmm. Maddington, uh, and it really affects personal relationships and rewires your brain. Seven Molyneux has an excellent video about this. Check it out. I chill for him so much it's crazy uh he's the best i'm guy. still waiting for the day i saw a molony video the other day and it was kind of it kind of sucked i didn't really like <laughs> never, it i've never said that <laughs> yeah. okay uh, maddington says i think if ben shapiro became a supreme court justice he would put all of his sponsors on his robe like a nascar <laughs> 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 yes <laughs> very good very good maddington jordan zero my parents raised me too christian i'm reading the live chat like blunt can't be pregnant she's not married ah comment um until until friday until friday yeah yeah uh, vertex says matt and i once made love when i absolutely dared him he clutched my pearls as i yelled womp womp beforeing before going down syndrome on me how, how is very dare clear. you how absolutely dare you illegally. that's all i can say <gasps> that's very good you guys are disgusting uh, Eric Ray says Mexican elections, July 1st, 2018. The leader says immigration is a human right to go north. Yeah, I, I heard that. Of course. The GOP will get a boost from the backlash to this fool. I think so as well. Dangerous Spaces, did you guys see the new RNC ad where they play clips of insane things people on the left have, sat, have said? Could ads like that work for midterms? Uh, I haven't it's seen It's going to work. It, they did that one work. with Nancy Pelosi talking about MS-13. <laughs> Just cut up these, cut up, cut up. Maxine Waters at her recent event and be yeah. like, you really want these people to have more power in Congress? At least we're not them. Yeah. GOP. At least we're not yeah. them. Yeah. Things couldn't get any worse for you. <laughs> yeah. What did you say to the black community? 
vote for me because uh, it was basically like you voted Democrat the whole time. How could things get any worse? Something like that. What have you got to lose is what, what, have, you what have you got, got to, to lose? lose? That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, my Lordy. Hey, I subbed on Patreon. Could I get a quick call? Um, We're closing out the show, bud. Sorry. Uh, but, but yeah, you should be able to connect to your account through the, through Patreon. If you have any trouble, send us a message on Patreon. I'll get that set up for you. Tim Hammond, nice headphones matter. They Syria or mono. <laughs> but seriously, hope you feel better. And there was no show last week, but glad you're back. Watch Thanks. who you make love to. My Wednesdays depend on it. Oh, I by know, the I'm way, keep, somebody made a joke on the Sunday show about you getting mono from Ben's ass. And you're like, well, at least I'm pitcher. But it was an ass kissing joke. Oh, kissing damn it. Indeed. That's right. Yeah. Although it can be transferred uh through non-saliva means but i'm not eating out ben's ass move on this is gross (laughs) you said it i was like (laughs) at least i have the picture and that's me what is this birch gold oh it's delicious (laughs) kill climate hi blonde congrats on the wedding all the best i'm sure you're going to be super happy and have a bunch of beautiful babies how would you feel about twins or triplets um i'd be super jazzed but there's only a one in thousand chance that you get pregnant with twins and it's a higher risk pregnancy so there's, you know, there's pros and cons, but then you get, you get two for one. You have to go through a worse pregnancy, but you get two babies at the end of it. Hmm. Two screaming babies. Also, twins are kind of weird, right? I don't know. I've known, I've known some cool ones and some really weird ones. Yeah. That's true. The identical ones that I've known have all been, been a little weird, but the fraternal, and then they have this cool relationship where they understand each other. And they can try to pretend to be each other at school and stuff and trick yeah. people. And yeah. switch on their girlfriends and stuff. <laughs> really awful josh yeah. Hahn, sargon camp Dankula, milo and pjw joined ukip in england and ukip has a great political ad sargon has it on his channel it's like a minute long you guys should check it out i will i've been loving watching this it's hilarious i've been watching i've enjoyed watching all the journalists writing all these hit pieces on them now yeah yeah they're, they're doubling down on on trying to you know assassinate their characters frank underwood says losers aren't winners losers are losers if you lose you don't win but if you win then you don't lose. Choose win or lose. Choose, Matt. Well, that's yeah, but but if you win by using loser tactics, that's the other side of it. Then you still won. Yeah, but you it's have nothing. Cheating. But there's nothing. There's nothing. You've won nothing. Like your prize is nothing at that point. No, that's, but that's, if you can use their tactics and then still institute, like the the assumption here is that when you employ their tactics, that you forever will employ their tactics and you'll lose your principles. If you can employ their tactics for the means <laughs> don't you have sushi to get to i do i have right. a good point <laughs> if you can employ their tactics to get what you need and to win and then institute policies that are based on actual principles then you know it's just can you go back once you've stared into the abyss i think you can i'm I think trying to you get you some back. i'm trying to get you some oysters all right that's not a euphemism guys like I, i'm actually going to get <laughs> uh, mr nicktown said it would be all about sieging cities and it would be over in 36 hours due panic purchasing and supply chain hmm. um josh han the creeper act is a good thing normalizing children as sexual objects in the form of dolls is horrifying with you josh patrick says they're coming from honduras michael tracy on roaming's show said the usa's policies cause instability no legal hmm. immigration but asylum hmm. um, let me reload this and i think that we're good to go Oh, we got one more. John Verstrade says, remember asking about that iTarget system last Sunday from the Shapiro promo? Great yeah. firearm system for at-home dry fire exercises. Recommend it to any firearm owner. Look up YouTube reviews. Yeah, I might check it out. I mean, yeah. it, the other thing it, I thought it might be useful for, and someone can tell me if so or not, but it seemed like it'd be useful for zeroing a, a pistol optic, 
which can be tough to do, especially if you, well, you get the recoil and all that. If you want to properly adjust an optic on a handgun, it seems like this would be a, a useful tool. So if anyone has experience with it for that purpose, I would like to know, because I might have some use for it in that way. We're good. All right, uh, we will uh, we'll call it there, and uh, and uh, appreciate everybody's patience. And you know, we got uh, we're trying to do the best we can with getting to the million calls and emails and all that stuff. That's a good problem to have, so we appreciate it. Definitely more um, uh, Supreme Court talk. I want to I want to dis- I want to go through these cases and then talk about Kennedy's retirement and all that, and really why it's valuable to have a Trump presidency on Sunday. And then there's a hoax hate case of a family who's been hoaxing hate for like years. Oh, really? But, pl- and, but they won't help the cops. We won't give the cops any evidence. We won't help the popo, but we're victims. Popo, that See you Sunday. Okay.